Did you make a goulash? I mean, if you take mac and cheese and string beans and uh, chicken <laughs> and turkey and put it in the frying pan with some slices of ham, that's a fucking goulash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't, don't be mad, man. It was, it was delicious. I knew if I asked, I wouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 180. My name is Evan, I'll be your host this week. Joining me as always, two best buds, Mike and James, in no particular order. How you guys doing? Pretty good, Evan. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> What's up? I'm good. Jeez. You, good? you sound en- great. Enthused is the word. He's yeah. like, sup, I'm good. I'm like, God. <laughs> you sure? Shouldn't we, you sure you wouldn't rather be dead? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, that's fine. I'm having a pretty good morning. I'm not going to let you two bickering Bettys ruin it. So, bickering Bettys. I like yeah, that. I thought of that when I was looking out the the uh, tiny window in the front door. At the street. I actually said that uh, uh, today <laughs> or yesterday to my house guest and her daughter. I was like, you bickering Bettys. It's fantastic. It's, um, I'm going to say the wrong word. It's It's transmutation. Oh, where where <laughs> where two like two species of animals develop the same hunting habit uh, simultaneously in w- different parts of the world? There's an actual term for that. I don't know what it is, so I'm just calling it transmutation. Oh, okay. I know. You, I get what you're saying. <laughs> and animal mimicry. That's okay. not it either. No, <laughs> no not okay. at all. That's all right. We'll, we'll oh, look okay. it up later. Yeah, yeah, of course. We'll fix that in post. We'll, we'll have our our research team get right on that. <clears throat> Mike, click, 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 click. How you doing? Had a good Pretty week? good, man. Pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. went to work. Mm-hmm. Worked. Mm-hmm. Um, Generally, that's how it happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, found out our our sand is in pretty bad shape. Mm. So that's good. Physically, emotionally, mm, spiritually. Ah, that bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, Physically, it's fine. <laughs> it's it's uh yeah. Well, hey, it's you know spiritually. what? Much like a person, sometimes you got to tear down to build back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So they're trying to get everything off of it and to the new one, and yeah, they're running into some issues. Sketchy, sketch city. Oh yeah, big time. Issues with configuration, room, speeds, all that all that stuff? Just about all of the above. Mm-hmm. The problem is the thing they're migrating from is so old mm-hmm. that the new thing is like, <laughs> I'll speak that. Uh-huh. It's like SMB1. Ho, ho, ho. You know? <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. NFS? So- What's that? No. Hmm. <clears throat> Is I mean, theoretically, it does. It does speak those things. It's just configuring the new thing to to actually use those older protocols is the tricky part. I think so. you have to use like an intermediary, a third, a third SAN. 
third <laughs> system of sorts, a trifecta. They did that with uh, one one copy job. They did a they just used a Windows system and they mounted both, you know, and then a Robocopied. Oh uh, yeah, I was about to be like, what? Right click, copy. Right click, paste. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, better yet, to... if you cut and paste, that's that's better. Oh yeah, right. No duplication then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's faster. We uh, we're thinking of doing the same thing with the NFS shares with a Linux VM or something, but I don't know. We'll see. You can make it work. I was told that the uh, SSH isn't working on one of the nodes of our SAN. And so we had someone come in who knows a little bit more about it and was, you know, serialed into it, Mm -hmm. throwing commands at it. Mm -hmm. So while we were in there, I was like, so stupid question. Um, Where's the garbage file? No, yeah, right. I was like, could we, like, restart the SSH service, you know? Uh-huh. Maybe that'll fix it. Because you could, like, SSH to it, but it just sat there. You know, like, it wasn't working right. And they told me, so we would have to use the security command to fix that. And somebody erased that binary from the system. <laughs> cool. Genius. Cool. Is that so, what you call an insider threat? So <laughs> you call someone thinking they're securing the system. Ah, yes. And bungling basic functionality, so. Awesome. If you you can't get to it and it can't get to anything, it is a secure system. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Securely non-functional, you know? Yeah, so having fun with that Mm -hmm. right now. Um, Finally saw a Nutanix server. I was like, oh, so that's what James has been talking about this whole time. It's like, huh, it's so small. <laughs> like, what are we using it for? <laughs> Storage. Yep, basically. <laughs> no, I mean, apparently we're moving to that right now, but it's not uh, in production yet. So we have a stack of, like, six Dell servers or something, mm-hmm. and then this one Nutanix thing is supposed to replace all of that. <clears throat> nice. So. Is that what you might call a powerhouse? H-A-U-S, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so working on that, um, uh, what else? That's, that's really it. Um, patching a max working on it, working on it. How often do patches for those come out? Is there a patch Tuesday? Um, they don't come out too often from Apple, but the problem is we've got to keep Adobe Acrobat up to date, Photoshop, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, flash player. Mm-hmm. Java, all that kind of garbage. So those come out kind of whenever, you know. So. Doesn't Adobe Air handle all that, or am I making things up? Making things up. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so yeah, also working on that. But on a side note here, this weekend, and really this past week, man, YouTube's got a lot of videos on there, man. Did you know? On where? On YouTube? Yeah. I mean, I've heard. I've heard stories. Man, I've been watching all kinds of videos, man. There are more than several. Linus Tech Tips? Yeah. I was watching those, like, almost all day yesterday. You've got a lot of catching up to do. Apparently so. You know what? You 
So what have you watched by him? Like review videos, build videos, all kinds of random crap. They built a they built a Hackintosh using a Windows. Well, I'm sorry, a Linux computer as the host, mm-hmm. and then the Mac is a VM. <clears throat> but yep. they're but they're letting it directly access the hardware. Yeah, know? they do a lot of a lot of really cool builds with. Uh, I want to say LimeWire, but that's not it. It's the other. Uh, it's not FreeNAS. It's the other one. It's not LimeWire. It's not uTorrent. What the fuck am I thinking of? Um, I'm drawing a blank here. Huh. Well, that's all right. Yeah. But uh, so watch that. Uh, watched you know a few. Like I just watched this morning a video. He he, he uh looked at a Walmart gaming PC. Mm-hmm. To see how that stacks up, they compared it to an HP Omen of the same specs. Yeah, uh, only a hundred dollar difference between them. Yeah, they're. <clears throat> pardon me. Of course, the Walmart ones are all just like rebranded. Oh, maybe, but I mean, he you know he opened it up, looked at it, you know, he's like, oh, this motherboard is really tiny for some reason, and. Only has two memory slots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, like the machine came with 16 gigs of RAM, so it came with one 16 gig chip in the in one socket, and that's it, right? In one memory slot. And while that's, I actually, I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know, because they let you have another slot for upgradability. But they said your your performance is basically cut in half because it's not in dual channel mode. Oh yeah, so, you know, so. And the video card wasn't the power cable wasn't plugged into the video card when you powered the system on. Nice QC, like out of the box. Yeah, he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. They, so what you should check out, and I think you would really like, is the WAN show oh. on Linus Tech Tips. Okay. That is their weekly live stream podcast news thing. It's the weekly administrative network, something like that. There's WAN is an acronym, Hmm. but I think you would like that. It's more fun than security. Now I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) He's got good. He's got good content, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like his earrings. Fair. I, th- I think I think they're gay. Okay. Um fair. That's about my only criticism. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Linus Lin- Tech Tips. Mike, what's his full name? I have no fucking idea. Is it even Linus? His, na- his name is Linus Sebastian. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> and where is he from? Canada. Canada. Of course he is. <laughs> you know, I don't like him because he's a warehouse full of cool shit. But he's just like, oh whatever. You jelly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't like him because he gave out uh, like 20, 20, 20, 80 TIs on Halloween. Mm-hmm. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the, the host slash software uh, I was trying to think of is Lime Technologies Unraid. Oh, uh, okay. If you remember, we used to talk about Unraid on a semi-regular basis, just privately. Vaguely. So his his like huge you know 128 cpu cores a terabyte of ram 
a dozen, you know, 1080 Ti video cards like that. His, tw- you know, twelve gamers, one PC. That's all using uh, Unraid. It's actually right. quite a quite a versatile uh, OS. <clears throat> Might even oh, rival bet. Nutanix. <laughs> Not really, of course. Oh snap! Shots fired. <laughs> I've I've also been looking at a lot of guitar-related videos. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually picked up my guitar and played it. <clears throat> I've just watched a lot of videos about playing the guitar and about maintaining your guitar and how does this guitar compare to that guitar. You know, right. like, oh, how does this $300 acoustic guitar compare to the $7,000 Martin acoustic guitar? You know, mm-hmm. and... These are pretty uh, dangerous rabbit holes, Mike. <laughs> I also discovered from Linus Tech Tips the Tech Quickie. Yeah, those are good. Uh huh. Uh, he seems fairly anti Mac, although he keeps on having them everywhere. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> for someone who's anti Mac, he sure talks about them a lot. So, I just think his issue is that of how proprietary they are and like unsupportive. Uh huh. With repairs and everything, he one of his videos from about a year ago. He bought the new at the time uh, iMac Pro, which you know it's just like the monitor and everything's built in. And when they were doing an unboxing, a review, or something, they cracked part of the screen. So he was like, oh, "Fuck, okay." Called up Apple, and he's like, "All right, send me a new screen. Here's my credit card. You know, the, the buy it." They're like, "Sorry, don't have one." And basically, they like had to buy another one to get a replacement screen. Dude, that's fucking Apple, man. Did I put you guys on a Lewis Grossman or what? Uh, yes. Dude, he, he covers all this. Like, Apple's the worst. Their tech support is fucking garbage. They fucking screw customers all day and all night. It's ridiculous. Mike, do you, do you feel attacked right now? <sighs> Not really. Okay. I mean, it's true. It's true. I didn't say they. I didn't say they put out a quality, a poor product. That it's not a poor product. It's just their te- their customer service. There, if you fucking operate in a silo, you're gonna want to keep people in your silo, and that means charging them fifteen hundred dollars for new products instead of char- selling them a capacitor or a circuit board or a new NIC card or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're not going to let regular techs work in your product. You're not gonna let Linus. You're not gonna sell Linus Tech Tips a fucking screen. Because you don't want to uh, have someone like him or any person working on your thing. It's not in an Apple store. You know, simple as that. But it's, they a, look it's, a, it's horrible. Pretty. It's really bad. Yeah, they look pretty. They look pretty. That's that's it. And look, hey, look, I'm not saying they're bad. They're not bad. I have a Mac, and it's. I don't think it works right now, but for many years <laughs> that I had it, it worked fine. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at it. It's just, it's not good, you know? That's why I like PCs. That's main probably probably the main reason I like PCs, and that's the only probably the only my whole thing about PCs. I was like always from the very beginning. I was like, you know what? I can get this and use it, and if it breaks, I can fix it. No big deal. It's not like I'm working on a black box. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what his issue with Apple is generally. It's not like price because he pays crazy amounts of money for, you know, PC builds or HP Omen hardware and Razer laptops and stuff like that to test 
<clears throat> and some of them are trash and like not at all worth the price. But if you want to swap out the parts and use it in something else, then you probably can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, no, check out get the, it. check out the WAN show. I think they're live every Friday, like six p.m. Um, but they always post those videos to to their Linus Tech Tips YouTube <laughs> channel as well. Is he, in, <laughs> is he in Toronto? Um, what's upper left? Oh, yeah, he's up. He's uh, northwest. Is in is he in British Columbia? Yes. Uh. I knew it was I knew it was two names. I just couldn't think of it. So he could be in Vancouver. Yeah, he's around. He's in the Vancouver area. Okay. <clears throat> there James you go. Has discovered something hilarious that I'm very eager to find out about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Share with the class, James. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the thing and I'll put it in the show notes. Do you bring it up for everyone? Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, uh my week was pretty standard. Went into the office on Monday and found out that they're probably gonna be taking my desk away for some new project and since most of the uh IT folks do a lot of telework, they're going to institute a hoteling program. This is coming from my manager. I don't know the full details yet, but basically there's going to be like a bank of desks that you will have to reserve 24 hours in advance. So fuck that. I'm working from home from now on. I asked, I was like, so does this mean permanent telework? You know, she's like, no, 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 no. But I, I, I'll just go back to the conference room and the computer room where there's a nice TV and everything and chill out. Once they fix the bathrooms there because they have black mold. So that's awesome. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Why it's got to be black mold? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For like four months, the bathroom's back there. The only bathrooms in the whole like data center uh wing have been closed and there's there's a printed out piece of paper on each of them that says closed for biohazard mold i'm like (laughs) ugh, come on you guys suck um awesome yeah (laughs) that's uh that's funny i don't really think uh nothing else really popped up i've i've had sort of a weird sleep schedule as as I do, going to sleep at like five a.m., waking up at two p.m., shit like that. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, like I am familiar. I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm Did in it for this many years, and I don't like it. <laughs> Did it for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, was this uh, Kinko's time or uh, oh, FedEx well, time, UPS time? There was that, but uh, I was thinking of when I worked at Verizon Wireless. <laughs> Oh, because you were closing most of the time? Uh-huh. Yeah. Come home, be like, all right, time to play seven hours of Second Life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yet another black hole. Black, not rabbit hole. That's the word. There you go. It's like some, what kind of hole 
can you spend time in? Speaking of black holes and you people, <laughs> it's Black History Month. Yes, it That's is. Right. And I have yet to get an email from our uh, informative friend. Maybe she, if she's listening, would like to send us uh, some daily reminders that, like she used to do. George Washington Carver invented many things, but peanut butter was not one of them. Okay. <laughs> so he invented peanuts. That's what the Illuminati wants you to think. <laughs> you ever seen that episode of American Dad? It sounds familiar. But it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. Yes. It is a good episode. It, there's it's not a, related it's at like all. a weird deep crazy episode is what it is yeah, yeah it is but there's like a side thing where um you know his his dad apparently has been telling steve all his life you know make sure you get at least six hours of sleep or whatever he says eight hours otherwise pedophiles will you know be attracted to you or something i don't mm-hmm. know something wild right like that and then steve's like looking for uh for something and he's at the museum and one of the security guards takes him he like breathes in really deep and he's <laughs> yeah. like ah fresh berries and he looks at Steve he's like you get enough sleep last night champ <laughs> and he's like ah runs away. that's great <laughs> I was like what uh, yeah the Illuminati it's great I like that. I, I need to brush up on my American Dad. Oh, it's so good, man. It's so good. You know, it's funny. I'll watch, you know, I'll, obviously I'm a big Family Guy fan, right? Mm-hmm. Watch Family episodes and be like, all right, this is the funniest shit, right? I'll watch it and be like, this is some funny fucking shit. But then I'll go watch a couple of American Dad episodes. I was like, man, I don't know. I was like, this is some funny fucking shit, too. Roger is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. Pr- Principal Bullock is insane. Like it's great, What's you know. Uh, Ricky, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Ricky Sanchez. Ricky. Ricky Spanish. Ricky Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so good, yeah. That was like perfect. <laughs> Ricky Spanish. <laughs> and of course, just like Family Guy, it's not the like it's not the main part of the episode that's funny. It's those little thirty second side you know yeah. side quests. Yeah. Well, so American, I mean, Family Guy does. You're right. It has a lot of that, and those are funny. Um, but American Dad actually doesn't make use of those too often. Okay. Um, but you're right. It's not usually the main, usually they have more than one plot going on in the episode, right? They have like kind of the main thing and then they have kind of like a side plot going on. And a lot of times the side plot is actually funnier than the main thing, you know? Right. Yeah. But, but yeah, fucking great, man. Fucking great. Genius. Even the Cleveland show I thought was hilarious, but that's gone, right? It is gone. Tim the Bear next mm-hmm. door. And his There's wife, no- Ariana. Voiced by Ariana Huffington. Nice. <laughs> Go figure. I know, right? I wonder if she had to audition for that role. Uh, yeah, who knows? So, so okay, so it's Black History Month, but mm-hmm. today is... Quote, unquote, and my mom's like, eh, it's not really. And she's kind of right, but it's, quote, unquote, palindrome day. 
because it, right. the date is 02-02-2020, and then if you read it backwards, it's 02-02-2020, right? Right. But my mom's like, well, you don't usually write the zero in the the month and the day, you know? Unless it's on a standard form with the MMDDYYYY format. I guess. Then you got to put the zero. So you could say officially, it's palindrome day. Unofficially, get a fucking life. I mean, that's true. Yeah. And then I've been hearing this one, too. So they're like, it's a new decade. And people are like, so I was like, is it? Or does it start at 2021? Mm-hmm. Right? Like a new century actually starts the year one, not year zero. Um, but then I've also heard that the definition of a decade is just 10 years mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter when it is. So every single day is a new decade. True. How about that? Mine. Oh, there you go. Tim and there Eric. That's right. They're, they're touring, man. They're touring right now. They're, they're, coming, to, they're coming to DC planets. They're coming to DC. You better go. Thinking about it, dude. I've been, I've been. <laughs> uh, I gotta send these to my dad. Those Steve Brule videos. Oh yeah, we watched some They're of those so at Jamie's house. So good. They're crazy. John C. Riley. Applause to you, sir. Love him. Washington D.C., February eighth. So, next Saturday. 6 p.m. Venue? The Lincoln Theater. They're probably sold out. Uh, Well, I'm going to click tickets here and let's see what happens. If you can finagle it, you should go. They're not sold out. Oh. How much are they? $47. Plus taxes and fees. You're probably looking at 65 to 70. $57. $57. That's it? They're almost sold out. <laughs> what are the live shows? Like, they just get up there and do Q&A, or do they have, like, check out this clip? I have no idea. Do they Wait, come out it? as the old mar- as the only married news couple on public television or some shit? <laughs> is this, wait, is this Tim and Eric or John C. Riley? Tim and Tim Eric. Tim and Eric. Okay. Are you getting tickets for Michael? Are you getting me t- give me a ticket. You want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Okay, we'll go. Sweet berry wine. It's gonna be like a fucking cringe fest, but the fuck it'll go. You'll have fun. I'll have to do do a recap next week. When is it, when is the show at? Saturday. This Saturday coming up? Uh huh. February eighth at six p.m. Shit. Are you available? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure I am. I mean, I have something six thirty, but I'll cancel it. Um, it's too bad it's not later, man. What's your face would love to? I'm sure she'd love to go. Who? Uh, what's your face? She should work. She's working. T dog. T dog. T dog. T dizzle. T. T sheezy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, while Mike books those tickets, uh, James, how was your week? Oh, we finally made it to me. <laughs> um, yeah, my week was fun. Uh, pretty chill. I had house guests, and they were. Uh, we had a great time. We mm-hmm. we had, had some good uh, good laughs. 
We went to, uh, what did we do? Go to the fair or anything? I went to the grocery store a couple times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a week. What a host. Entertainment. What a host. <laughs> grocery store. Did you not um, buy anything? You just walk around and leave? Yeah, we just wandered around in there. He's like, you can't yeah. have anything. You could just try it on. No, hold on. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, it's a banana. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, what else did we do? Um, trying to think. Uh, I mean, grocery shopping is pretty much peak entertainment in my book. So, well, no, you know what stands out to me? This is kind of strange, kind of silly, just because I'm used to living alone. So now I had someone here, like I had someone, like uh, I had dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when I came home, dinner was here. I was like, "Whoa, it's crazy! What's going on?" <laughs> so it was kind of cool, you know. That's nice. Is yeah, this real chill. life? Or is this fantasy? Yeah. It's a pretty chill week. Pretty you caught in the landslide? Uh, yeah. Wow. We've got, got Super Bowl tonight, though. So that'll be, oh, yeah. Uh, that'll be a thing to do. Mm-hmm. A place to go and eat at. Get some wings and cheer on your local sports team. Yeah. Yay, sport. Yeah. I believe the 76ers and the 39ers are playing today. Mm-hmm. All I know is it's in Miami. <laughs> is it in Miami? Yes. Mm. The, Michael, the locals say Miami. Okay, get it right. Yeah, Nido a Miami. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Great memory. Good pull. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a pretty chill week for me. Though. I played some Tarkov this week, too. Mm-hmm. It has good raids. Oh, God. Any? Did you die by any scavs? Yeah, always. Always, always, always. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It is what it is. Do people put real money in that game? Uh, like, no. Can you can you buy coins or something to to then trade on the market and get, you know, equipment or do you do everything that you have in your inventory you get from the game? Uh yeah, everything you get from the game. You can't like go like to a gray market and buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I guess I guess you can make arrangements with people to to do stuff, but um, that's not a normal thing, you know. Like I mean, people do like go on Reddit and hey man, I'll meet you here. Um, give me a box of money, <laughs> you know, or something like that. You know, a box of money. Well, yeah, like people will like you'll take an item case into the raid. Well, they used to do this. You take an item case into the raid with like. 7 million rubles in it or something. And then they'd go to the bottom of the thing before the... And then they exchange items real quick and then leave the raid. But now you can't really do that. They won't allow you to... You can't bring more than, like, 30,000 rubles in with you, I think. Or 7,000 rubles. It's not... I mean, maybe it's, like, 10,000 rubles, actually. So they basically nip that in the bud completely. And then you have... Uh, now they have the flea market. So people will go in the flea market and they will sell a... I don't know. They'll sell like a shitty bag that nobody wants for like 10 million rubles <laughs> mm. to, to sell a bunch of stuff to someone, you know, cause they know nobody will buy it except for this person or whatever. But that's really, I mean, that's really it. You know, it's not really, you can't really, there's no gray market. Everything's in the game. Okay. Um, but yeah, okay. glad you had a good week. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some news. Who's talking about Texas. Uh, that's me. That's mine. Yeah, so this one is a uh, kind of interesting one. It's like, uh, 
it's kind of like the snake eating itself. So you, I'm sure we've all heard of these these judges, these justices of peace that won't preside over gay marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So this lady, uh, she's a justice of the peace, Diane uh, Hensley. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, of course, a crotchety old Republican white woman from Texas. She fits the bill exactly with a self-righteous smug face. Um, so she basically what, what, what has happened in the past is the state has taken this approach. If you are just of the peace and you do not want to marry gay people, then that's your choice. You're allowed to do that by their standards, which is totally illegal. But OK, um, but they, you're allowed to do that. So the rule is either you have to do them all or you have to do none. Right. That's how they protect their their judges and the people. Right. So she said, oh, I was getting all these requests from all these hetero people who wanted to be married, wanted me to marry them. So I just went ahead and started doing them again. So she started marrying heterosexuals, but not homosexuals. Okay. So um, they fired her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, they didn't fire her. She got... Uh, administrative leave? Yeah, something like that. She got warned or something like that. Like It wasn't even that serious. No, she gets censured. She gets censured. That's what it was. Which is like a slap on the wrist in this like stuff. It's on your record, but it's a slap on the wrist. So she got censured. And uh, the commissioner was like, okay. Uh, so then she was like, I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue the state over this censure. And so the the they AG of the state was like, I'm not going to defend the state in this lawsuit because I think it's her right to do that. Like, I don't want to condone uh. violation of someone's religious freedom. So, <laughs> which is like, this is all crazy, right? Like, there's a separation of church and state. You cannot take your religiosity into work. I'm sorry, if you are if you work for the state. And that's how, this is like the exact, like, like, Go fuck yourself with your mm-hmm. fucking with your Jesus, okay? Look, so I don't the, care what you believe in; just keep it keep it out of my fucking coleslaw, you know. The attorney on behalf of Texas in this case was like, "No, yeah." So he's not going to defend the state. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm sure the state's going to find someone to defend them, but that's where they stand right now with it. And I mean, she's like, these are all horrible people, right? They're just like all horrible human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's 2020. These motherfuckers are still operating in like 1983 with uh, mm-hmm. Defensive Marriage Act and all this kind of wild shit, you know. So uh, if you don't know what DOMA is, go do your fucking research. <laughs> Defensive Marriage Act is a repugnant uh, thing. More church and state bullshit um, by right wing nutbags and Joe Biden, by the way. Uh, people who want to be president, the defense of marriage is like, yeah, gay people can't get married. Marriage between a man and a woman. So, yeah. So says the white Jesus Bible, which I mean, is deeply ingrained in our government, even though not, it shouldn't be. Not even the white Jesus Bible. So says just fucking, you know. So hey, says I, we some. Yeah. I, I, I'm so baffled by this. <laughs> like, you guys know how I feel about, like, like this. I'm like, if you're going to, like, honor the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and shit, then honor it in, t- in its entirety. Don't pick and choose. Like, we are not a religious caliphate in America. You can't say you're not going to, you're not, you can't say 
you can't pick and choose and say, oh, church and the state, that's not a thing. But Second Amendment rights, that's a thing. I believe in that. You know, I believe my right to free speech. I can say whatever the fuck I want to whoever the fuck I want. I don't care if you don't like it. But when it comes to Jesus, no, no, no free speech there. And no, uh, no separation of church and state, even though that's like the main reason we became Americans, right? Like, so we could worship our shitty God and they could go worship their shitty God on the other side of the ocean, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but ours is, is right. So we're good. Which is basically the same shitty God, right? It's the same thing. So, yeah, it's pretty deep. Anyway. Yeah, it's deep. Uh, I, I'm just, hey, you so, read your face. It's what they call speaking truth to power, Evan. Oh, one day, one day you'll get it. Yeah, that's that's what we that's what we do in 2020. We speak truth to power. I mean, I of all the things you could say about me, I'm not woke. I'm not very in touch with reality. So I'll get there someday. <laughs> you know, and I think you're more woke than you realize, just by virtue of who you are. Mm, what white? No. <laughs> there he goes. Virtue <laughs> signaling again. <Yeah. laughs> How, what do you mean I'm not white? What'd you just say to me? Hashtag stop, bro. <laughs> wow. Mike, it's 2020. It's time to stop using hashtags. Hashtag stop using hashtags. Uh-huh. Hashtag, mm-hmm. hashtag. Hashtag, right. hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Start calling it a uh, one of its alternate names. What did we used to call it? Pound. Pound sign. Yeah. Take it to pound town. Or a hash. Uh, it's also called a brace. It is not. Apparently it is. Uh, I'm going to press X for doubt. Please look it up. But uh, I've been on TeamViewer with my dad a few times in the last couple of weeks. And part of his password was the squiggly brackets and the square brackets. And I was like, what is that fucking called? And that's a brace. The squiggly one's a brace. Hmm. I've heard it called a brace before, but maybe maybe that's not correct. Fair so I'm looking here. So Evan, we we missed the the most obvious one of all. The Wikipedia article for this symbol, yeah, is actually number sign. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's like the huh symbol is most commonly known as the number sign hash, or in North American usage, pound sign. Subconsciously, when you say number signs, like yes, that makes sense. Of I've done, you know, number three. But thinking about it now, since it's all like hashtag pounds, yeah, shit like that, I'm like number sign. That's not the number sign. That's use the dollar sign for something. Numbers, money means numbers. Come on, I'm just I'm internally confused. No, I get it. There's confusing times. Yeah, what is Meaning. Discuss. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you, James. Now, uh, who's talking about cobble? Um, that oh, cobble? that's me. So, so this is something I was just reading about either yesterday or the day before. And since we're talking about religion, I thought this is very odd. So I'll have you guys weigh in on this. I'll just read the headline. A national art school will purge all non-Christian faculty now that it has been taken over by a religious university. Hmm. What the fuck? Can they do that? I guess they can do that. Yeah, it's a private private institution. 
So you can only hire white Christian males at your job. That's the thing. I mean, allowed they, to do they, they didn't say white or male. They just said Christian. I guess if they change, I'm going to say if they change their terms of service, well, it says they, you have to be Christian. They can get maybe. sued for this. They're, they're probably like an hour away from getting sued for this. But right now, as it is, they can fire people. Mm-hmm. They'll probably get sued for firing people who aren't Christian. You can't. So fire you went into work tomorrow, beliefs. James, and they're like, "You're not Christian enough. You're fired. Sorry." They can well, do they, that. They can't say that, saying that will for sure win you the lawsuit. But if they make up, some I mean, they BS say it excuse, right here. We d- well, they have it's a quote right here. We do not hire people who are not Christian. Yes, yeah, so they'll be in sued. the future. I mean, they already don't do that, right? They're buying this other school, uh huh, that has non-Christians in it. Right. And they're about to fire all the non-Christians. Right. Yeah, I think they're going to be sued for firing those people. But how could they not hire Christians in the first place? It's one thing to start to buy a school. Well, because they're a Christian school, so they say, yeah, you have to... So you have to have our belief system to teach because people expect a Christian education here. Fine. That's no problem. Whatever. Like mm. that's, I get that. Right. In this mm. particular case though, if I go and buy Montgomery County public schools and it's a school for everybody and I say, no, we're all Christian. We're just a Christian Minecraft server now. And I do that. Then what's going to happen to all the people who are working in the school? Like what? I can't just fire them because they're not Christian. Like as they leave naturally, I can like make it a shitty work environment as they leave naturally then naturally, naturally, then I can now start hiring only Christians and mm-hmm. say our, that we're only hiring Christians. But you can't just fire people because they're Christian, not Christian. That's against fucking all kinds of laws. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, this just seems I mean, this is religion. This, this is religion. I mean, how could they not hire Christians? I mean, this hi, is, not hire non-Christians. This is like, the problem. Where religion. would that like if you're hired to teach math? You know, you should be able to meet. I get like if you're teaching Bible or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. then then, okay, you need to meet certain qualifications. Right. But if you're just teaching math or art in this case, whatever it is, um, as long as you meet the criteria for that, shouldn't that be enough? It's not a public school. They can do whatever they want. What does public have to do with it? I'm saying it's not owned by the state. So you say could say we're only hiring Christians. Sorry. I mean, you need to be a Christian tech. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's what you're telling me. That's what this is, right? I think it's the difference between a learning institution and a fucking tech shop. What's the difference? Well, because if you go, if you apply to a Christian school, you expect a Christian, Christian education. So you would not want to be taught by an atheist. So it's, it's, it's Catholic, the, at the Catholic University of America, they have non-Catholics. No, of course there. they do. Of course they do. Of course <laughs> okay. they do. I'm just we, saying. I'm just saying, Michael. It's their prerogative to do that if they want to. Of course, a normal place would have non-Christians. They wouldn't care. You know, <laughs> your only your only only person who has to be Catholic probably is like the the priest teacher or whatever. If that's a thing, I don't know. <laughs> like like you know, I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously the art teacher and the fucking math teacher don't necessarily need to be Christian, but if this is a school that decides we only want to teach Christian scientific values because we don't believe in climate change or a woman's right to her body or any of those other crazy things, they could absolutely do that. It's a private school. Now, they can't fire someone because they're not Christian, though. 
They have to keep those people on and just uh, not replace them with uh, more non-Christians. That's what it says they're about to do. Yeah, they're going to get sued. They're going to get sued to the next fucking planet. You can't do that. It depends. Maybe they have some really great Christian lawyers and people to draw up the, the wording properly. So it's Jesus doesn't believe. Jesus doesn't believe in the law, law of man. He believes in his own law, which is not valid. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this. So I'm going to take it back to the 19, is it 1950s? Okay. I don't know. I don't know my history well enough, unfortunately, but the civil rights movement, the civil rights era, mm-hmm. where we had separate, separate, but equal quote unquote, you know, mm-hmm. uh, facilities and they have, oh, you know, oh, this is for whites only. And, you know, whites only can come to this counter or whatever, you know, all that kind of stuff. So all that's against the law now, obviously, right? Yeah. Mm. But how come? I don't know what the reasoning was behind it. I mean, I imagine the reasoning is that separate but equal is actually not equal. True. A black school in the hood is not as equal to some white kid's school in the suburbs, and that's still true today. Right. But, I mean, for a business, a business can't say we're, we're only letting white people in here. Sorry. You know? They can't do that. CompuSA can't say we're only serving white customers in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to discriminate someone against their race, creed, or religion. Exactly. So how... But that doesn't apply to hiring people? I don't know. I don't think they can... I think they can say we teach a certain kind of curriculum here and the people who come here expect a certain type of... certain type of... Uh, learning, so we are only going to hire Christians. We now, need a they, lawyer on this podcast. Yeah, we do. We do need a lawyer <laughs> on this podcast, actually. Anyone know a lawyer? Uh, <clears throat> no. No. James, get, me, get on it. Get me Rudy Giuliani's cell phone. Yeah. Get Harvey Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. This is one of those cases. Bird law. And, uh, I'm going to be an asshole for saying it. But uh, when something doesn't apply directly to me, then I'm sort of pro-discrimination. Like, if this, if this university doesn't want to hire non-Christian faculty, I'm okay with that. Because there's plenty of, like, people just will either go there because they're attracted to an all-Christian school, or they will be grossed out by it, and they will, you know... Not attend. I get what you're saying, but it's like saying, oh, that restaurant only serves white people. We're not going to go there anymore. You know? Okay. Then there's there's like Ethiopian restaurants and black restaurants, and they can refuse white people. Right. So it's back to Jim Crow laws. I mean, (laughs) Evan's like, I see nothing wrong with this. (laughs) Look, look, things were pretty great in the 50s. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't work that way, Evan. Yeah. Uh, and like if if you have a business hopefully it's not the case that you'd like refuse to hire a christian person or a gay person or whatever but if you don't want to hire someone for whatever your reason you should not have to hire them i think it's against the law to discriminate for various reasons i'm sure it is in the hiring process i'm sure it is but and that's why you have to have careful wording to not say like, oh, you're not Christian, so you're not hired. But if you can have like, not plausible, maybe plausible deniability, but it should be, in my very selfish opinion, the business owner's choice. 
I mean, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it's like get it, but you're wrong and you're an asshole. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I get like you're like, hey, I don't want this place to be full of emo people or whatever. You know, I don't know. It doesn't matter, right? You know, it can mm-hmm. be anything. But I, I could just close my business and reopen. Then I guess then everyone's automatically fired. But as long as they can do the job and whatever, mm-hmm. then it should be fine. You know. Know what I mean? In theory, yeah. You know what I'm saying. There's yeah, a guy it. in there's a guy in my building. Well, okay, it's not he's not not my building anymore, but my previous building at work. Mm-hmm. Now this is a guy walks around bald head, mustache, goatee, mm. earrings, wearing a dress. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. See another girl with purple hair walking by. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess there's no, you know, dress codes. There's no, you know, mm-hmm. so it's whatever. Okay. No discrimination. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. We need a legal team on this. And yeah, and- I, I, like, I just can't believe that any that any of this is legal. I just right. in this article, I can't believe any of it's legal. <laughs> That's all. I mean, said blatantly. I mean, like like you're saying, like I want, like James said, okay, I want my child to have a Christian education. Blah 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 blah. Okay, mm-hmm. that I get. You know, you know. So I only want so. But if they're if they're in Bible class, fine. Have the Bible person there who's Christian. You know. But if they're in math class, then it shouldn't matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Art class or whatever. If it's Christian art class, fine, whatever that means, you know, but I guess it also depends. And I I don't know if Tennessee is this, but is it, um, what's the term? Like, it's, I want to say like an at will state. Some, some states have a law where a company can fire you and give no reason. Yeah. Maryland is one of those places is an at law state at will. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. So maybe, and I live in Tennessee, and I I have no idea. But if Tennessee is one of those, then that could be their there we go their way to do this. Right here, I'm pulling up the now. Okay, this is Wikipedia, so it's not a it's not a lawyer, mm-hmm. but at will employment is a term used in U.S. labor law for contractual relationships, where an employer can an employee can be dismissed by an employer for any reason. That is, without having to establish just cause for termination and without warning, as long as the reason is not illegal, e.g., firing because of the employee's race or religion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. I mean, I mean, yeah, what? but see, if they don't say we're firing you because you're not Christian in the termination letter, if they come up with literally any other legal excuse, then yeah, they just got to say you're late all the time. It. Or we don't like we, you your output for work or something like, you, like you really have to be able to prove that you should be allowed to continue to work there. Okay, just look at this news article by this guy that says we're firing all the non Christians. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, they could be like, oh, that's that's taken out of context, or it's not the full quote or something. They're, well, no, I mean because they say because someone said that they're going to get cooked. I mean, like you can't like that's going to be used against them in, in law in in the court. It hundred percent will. Anytime like lawyers are constantly saying, hey, look. If you get sued for something, and then they go back and they can find proof where you in the past said, well, we're doing this for this reason, it's going to be used against you. 
Mm-hmm. So their 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 goose is cooked, and now whether whether that's enough reason or not, I don't know. But they're definitely going to use that in a legal case. They're going to say, "Yeah, you said you're firing non Christians, and that's against the law." They could just fire the guy who said it, saying like, "Oh, he doesn't truly represent the you know the university. He didn't speak for us." Then fire all the non Christian faculty, and then rehire him in a different but equal position. Separate but equal. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> back to the fifties. I think they're going to get away with this, um, but who knows? <clears throat> it's like bold move, Cotton. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. Yeah, for exactly. <laughs> get the popcorn, you know. Yeah. All right, all right. So, who's uh, talking about SpaceX? Let's move on here to Stranger Danger. Or sorry. Space hacks. Hack yeah, source. so I did not read this entire article. So this is fucking huge. But I saw this and I was like, this is really cool. So this is literally, I'm just going to read the title, a deep dive into the Apollo guidance computer and the hack that saved Apollo 14. And it's literally a deep dive into the guidance computer, like a full breakdown with diagrams and, and shit of the Apollo guidance computer. And it kind of disabuses people of the parts I did read, disabuse you of the, the logic that like, oh, my cell phone is more powerful than blah, you know? It's like, yes, it is, but only in the loosest, like, like the most vaguest, you know, terms, like they're talking about this and they're like, yeah, in 19, you know, 70, whenever this was, they were like, yeah, they had the, 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 the limbs, uh, the limbs, Apollo guidance computer, the AGC, the AGC could run five virtual machines but they were virtual machines in the sense of like before there was virtual machines and virtual machine environments, mm-hmm. they would run, uh, they JVMs. ran, no, they ran, uh, in five different, like a memory space sandbox off memory spaces and then set priority and made decisions about priority and shit. It's pretty interesting. Honestly, article, uh, it's a lot of, a lot of, it's a heavy read. Um, I mean, I just kind of spent about a half an hour, like di- dipping in here and there, but it's definitely, uh, if you're interested in this, it's pretty cool, I think. So it's like um, genius-level shit in the 60s. Yeah, definitely. And people are like, oh, my cell phone's more powerful than, I mean, than the limb. But like, can it use the calculator faster? Yes. Is yeah. it overall faster? No. Exactly. Does it make decisions on its own? You know, and do all this kind of other stuff? No, it doesn't. And I guess I've always thought that, too. I was like, oh, yeah, this is... You know, now we're have more powerful shit, but this is, I mean, we technically do, but we actually don't. Excuse me. Right. And it depends on what you're using it for. Can your phone launch and control uh, a rocket? No, it cannot. Yeah. But I thought Michael would find this interesting, and I figured you might have, since he was talking about all kinds of I do find it interesting. Thank you. Yeah. But it's a big-ass article. Yeah, this is interesting. This reminds me, too, of the, uh, one of the main software engineers for the Apollo uh, computer, the what they call the flight software, Margaret Hamilton. She's the one she... standing next to a stack of papers taller than she is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's it's like, here's, <laughs> here's the code. Yeah, and it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't know how tall she is, but <laughs> either way. Like four foot nine. <laughs> <laughs> either way, it's a lot of, lot of code. So here's a question. Um, James, you said you didn't read the full article, but what hack saved Apollo 14 and how? 
I'm going to go read it, but I just figured I'd ask now is on my mind. Yeah, I don't know, man. Something something okay. to do with the the computer. They had they had to circumvent the abort button, but I'm not really sure. They had to abort. I know that, and it was bungled. It okay. was borked somehow, but I didn't. I didn't. I, I look. I tried to get. I was like, oh, I'll read and get the answer because I was like, someone will ask me that, and I was <laughs> looking at it and I was like, where is it? Is this like this is too big? I was like, okay, forget this. I'm, Were they using the term hack liberally, like uh, hacking sex? No, like it, was, it was a hack. Okay. It was definitely a hack. I mean, this is one of those situations where they called back and they were like, okay, disassemble this, disassemble that, take this and that, now put these parts together, now push that, it's like that, you know what I mean? They guys did this on the fly in the cockpit or whatever. So can you see that capacitor? Yes, sir. Lick it. What? Yeah. Do it. It's like hard reboot. Fuck. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So it's like Apollo 11, or no, fuck, Apollo 13. Like, okay, get a cardboard box. Some duct tape, a sock, a bottle of water. Now you have your air filter. Oh man! I mean, okay. I've only you know I've seen one of the movies. Probably, well, I saw the one with Ed Harris and whoever. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen. There's a newer one, right? I don't know. There's a. There's a. I think it's Apollo Eleven. There's another okay. Apollo movie. Okay. I don't think it's Apollo Thirteen though. That one. That one is a uh, is timeless. Okay, so that one was cool because they, I don't know if they actually did this. They probably did. Some guy came into the room and put all this shit on the table, and he's like, this is everything they have up there. Make it yeah. work. Yeah, you it's know? Apollo 13. Like, like, it's like, that's fucking cool, you know? Yep. It's like a room of guys like, all right, let's fucking do this, you know? Yep. Like 18 hours later, it's like, okay, we got it. Hey, let me, yeah. when, when we finish this, let me jump back up. I want to just mention this other thing. That yeah, we go should... ahead. Go right ahead. Okay, yeah. So just really quickly, uh, Brexit happened. Mm-hmm. For nobody Amazing. knows, it just it just went through like a couple days ago, um, and uh, we'll see how this. We'll see if UK if the UK burns or whatever. I don't know. They have like another. I think they have like a year of like following through with uh, the 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 EU's laws and dictates mm-hmm. with no say. So they have no say in anything, and they can't vote on anything for the next year but they're still part of the EU and they still have the trade agreements going on. But at the end of the year, that will all die. Um, and uh, I think it's like somewhere like 439 different uh, laws and trade deals that connect the EU and the UK um, or that they, that they haven't built up over the time, to- over time. And, Oddly enough, so they're like people are like, well, we don't know what'll happen now. Once it took it took forty seven years to get all four hundred and whatever these deals going, and uh, you know, obviously now we're gonna have to kill them in so much time. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens here. Uh, huh. But yeah, I I I, I kind of hope it blows up. I hope they just fucking implode. I hope it collapses in itself like a fucking neutron star. It's a significant hit for the UK. Yeah, because I mean the the. All their citizens are going to be no longer welcome wherever they are in Europe because, you know, they could just go live in Poland for as long as they wanted to while they're in the EU. And now there's like, you know, whatever Poland's visa program is, three months, six months, whatever. And then you're fucking out. So everyone has to come back. Then there's going to be no, you know, basically maybe 50% you know, foreign trade, their economy is going to be like garbage for the next five years. 
Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to say the least. I'm excited to see what happens. A friend of mine on Facebook celebrated it. He was like, "I'm." I, I commend Nigel Farage for taking back power. This is a great step towards uh, making uh, England, you know, their own powerful state once again. I'm like, I see what you're saying, but uh-uh. you know what the wrong. problem is. You know what the problem is with all of this is anytime your movement is aligned with Donald Trump, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. And almost all those people are like, Donald Trump is doing the same thing in America. He's doing the right thing. I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, like it's so funny how people relate certain things together. Like, uh, like the, the Christian right and the Second Amendment and like all these things are kind of tied together. And as far as like this is like like conservatism in America and the Brexit movement and being pro Brexit, you know, which is kind of odd because they're really not connected in any kind of way. But for some reason, it's, I mean, at least as far as America and the UK, but, but, but those two parties are related. And that guy, Nigel Farage, he came here and celebrated with Trump when he, when he became president. And Trump has obviously been in the Brexit court for a long time. He's very pro-Brexit. And it's just kind of weird, man. It's just very odd. Like, Bre- like you, the UK is weakened by not having that connection. It's, it's just very strange to me. Yeah. And then if Scotland successfully secedes, they'll, you know, as far as I know, they're still welcome in the EU. EU's like, yeah, man. I hope Scotland does. I hope Scotland does. I hope they get the fucking, the stone back. Uh, What's it called, Evan? Do you know what it's called? No. So there's a stone that the Scottish kings used to have. Uh, They used to sit on it. It's the original Scottish throne. It's It's the something stone, the whale, not the whaling stone. It's called something, some kind of stone. And I'm sure Michael can Google it and find out what exactly what it's called. Blarney Stone? Uh, I don't know. That's the that's the I think that's the Irish one that you like lean over a cliff and kiss. Yeah, I don't I don't know, but it's anyway, that stone sits it's either in the uh it's either in a museum in in London right now, or it's in the tower the with the, the crown jewels. Mm-hmm. It's kept there, or it sits under the queen's throne. But it's <laughs> seriously that's what that's, that's, that's what, an insult. If that's that, where well, that's is. what British kings did with it. They they took it they took it from Scotland and they put it under their throne, and that's wow. where it sat when there was a functional king or queen of England. So now I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I hope if they separate from the U, from the UK, which would be fucking amazing, they get that back because that's a sign of Scottish power. So, um. Yeah, I hope it happens. I really do. I hope Ireland, because there's a whole bungle with Ireland too, right? Mm-hmm. They got this split, and so the whole way they—I forgot what it's called. May not May Day. It's called. Uh, I forgot what it was, but the day they signed the the treaty between the IRA and the UK government, um, they were like no more borders separating Ireland. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so now there's a whole like everyone's very skittish about re-getting that border back between Ireland and the two islands. So I wish Ireland would just be like, "Hey, look, we're bouncing, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, we're out of here. We're going UK. We're going to EU all the way, boys." Because it'd be great for Ireland. You know, fuck, fuck the British. You know, hey, the sun's fucking setting, die guy. It's time. You had your run. It was a good. It was a good run. I wonder. So Scotland. And I'll say both Ireland's 
are their own countries. So, like, what kind of paperwork keeps them in the UK and sort of under Britain's slash England's control? Why can't they just say, yeah, we're we're gone. Fucking, I think, go fuck yourself. I think anybody who, I think at this point in time, anybody who says we're going to vote on a referendum to leave can leave. I mean, the, the UK has been letting countries leave since like the 60s. You know, the common, you know, all the Commonwealth Games countries were all like, they all basically had left. You know what I mean? So they're not and, part of the part of England anymore. They left on their own volition and England didn't fight them on it. So I think, but I think those two countries are so close to England and so tightly sewn in. And you, I mean, I hate to say this to sound racist, but it's like three countries of all white people. Mm-hmm. So it's more, it's easier for those things to be all sewn up together than it is like Indian people, black people, strange African speaking weird languages. It's just easier for them to be accepted, I guess. I don't know. You know? I mean, I guess uh, there was a point to keeping it all together when all that was in the EU. But now that that uh, UK left, then Scotland and Ireland should just be like, no, fuck off. And then England's going to be like, no, you can't leave. You're you're with us. And they'll be like, watch me, idiot. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't think the, I don't think England would say anything if they left. Maybe with maybe I think the one who they'd have, have something to say about is if the part of Ireland that's connected to England, uh, not the IRA part, but the other part, mm-hmm. um, if they left only because um, the way the border is connected, it's a bunch of British people living there. Mm-hmm. So, and they're so, I mean, you're talking like, uh, uh, you know, hundreds of years. So I can imagine it's going to be really hard to separate those things. You know, they'd either have to pull like an Israel and just start kicking people out or something. I don't know. So it's, it's problematic, but well, they can stay if they that, file the appropriate paperwork. I don't know that Ireland would actually do that. It'd be great if they did. I wish they would, because I'm, I'm a big proponent of personal, of being vengeance. Well, no, but, but like being in control of your own shit, you know what right. I mean? But, uh, you know, this is and I've prime always, time spite. I, it's, it's kind of strange. I've always felt really sorry for Ireland. I've always identified with, and look, I, obviously this whole IRA shit was happening when I was a kid, right? The IRA was running around being terrorists, blowing shit up and stuff in England and across the border and back and forth. Um, and I was aware of it, from the sense situation of like the nightly news say, Oh, there was an explosion in whatever. And, uh, you know, otherwise I wasn't really aware of it, but I've always felt sorry for them. I always felt like, you know, Hey, they would just want their freedom. They want, don't want to be part of the UK. I get it. Like I totally understand. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing because it says the United Kingdom is a sovereign country. And then it says, Consists of four constituent countries. Uh-huh. England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay. According to this, though, their power is delegated by the Parliament of the United Kingdom, which may enact laws unilaterally altering or abolishing devolution. Meaning, they could say, all right, Wales, get fucked. Your government doesn't mean anything anymore. So maybe they're not as independent as they... I mean, I would say just could be like, withdraw from England then. Right. Well, I don't just think do they it can. Any, just do it anyways. I'll just say, 
It's like I'm not doing it. I declared it. Like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're we're going back to the EU. You know, that's it. You can't do anything. You don't have their backup power anymore. So that thing is called the Stone of Scone. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible name. Uh... Um, the Stone of Scone is also called the Stone of Destiny. Scottish yeah. Gaelic Leafal. Scottish Gaelic. It's called the Leafal. Stone that was fucking Gaelic, so cool. Um, stone that for centuries was associated with the crowning of Scottish kings. Then in 1296, this just tells you how old these fucking countries are. Mm-hmm. In 1296, it was taken to England and later placed under the coronation chair. So yeah, British, you know, British kings sat on top of it. They sat on the chair that it sat on top because British people were fucking hardcore. Why not? Yeah, Rude. they're hardcore. They're hardcore. <laughs> Nice. Um, I had something else I want to mention too, uh, but I, I can't remember what it was now. Fuck. Oh well, I'll, I'll think of it and we'll jump back up to news. Once yeah, comes back to you. I'm gonna go to uh, entertainment now. I've got a couple links in here. First one, an unfortunate uh, downturn. Former Mighty Ducks star Sean Weiss, aka Goldberg the goalie, aged. He's 41 now. He was arrested on residential burglary charges and substance uh, and being under the influence of controlled substance, a.k.a. meth. Uh, There's not much else to this story other than how awful he looks now. Jesus. You know what's funny? He probably he probably his he's probably seen this and he's like, he's like, why is it? I am now the Mighty Ducks actor. (laughs) Like, he wasn't Mighty Ducks actor when he's looking for a fucking acting job, but right. now that he's fucking b- robbed a fucking store for meth and blow so he can suck a guy's dick, he's now he's the Mighty Ducks actor. Yeah. I was wondering what happened to this kid. We should do a... Uh, you know what? I'll take charges. I'll do a deep dive on all ex-child stars of the Mighty Ducks franchise and how they relate to Emilio Estevez uh, in 2020. Jesus, and he looks... It's crazy, man. Wow. Meth is a hell of a drug. It is, man. How do you get started on meth? I'll tell you, man. Uh, that's a very good question. Like if we can, we can, like, we can uh, only theorize. How? Okay, real life, real answer here. Who has been ever around or been offered meth? I have not. I have not. I have not either. I'm I'm totally baffled at how about how one gets meth. It probably starts with cocaine, and then while you're high on cocaine, someone's like, "Yo, you want to try this other shit?" And like, has anyone yes. ever has anyone ever done cocaine? Who's 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 been offered cocaine? I have been offered cocaine. I've never done it. Really? Yes. I, I've never been offered. I've seen people doing cocaine. I've never been offered cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, white, white nose white. I uh, I follow a gal on on Instagram. She's probably in her early forties, mm-hmm. and one of her recent stories, she's like, she's like, yeah, back in my during my high school meth phase, yeah, <laughs> and then like later, she's like, uh, she's like, apparently no one else had a high school meth phase except me. So yeah. she's like, I thought it was a thing everyone went through. Apparently not. <laughs> Well, Jesus no. They, most most high schoolers just get a prescription for Adderall or something. That's that's mostly the same thing. 
So I think a lot of a lot of people have a, a high school, college, adult life meth phase. It's just prescription. Huh. Okay. Yep. All right, so I'm going to take a quick uh, pause for the next minute or so while you guys click on the Will It Blend link. It is a YouTube video, uh, and I'll sort of talk over this a little bit. It uh, I fast-forwarded about 24 seconds into it. It starts with an interview between Brian Head Welch, the uh, rhythm guitarist for Korn, and Mike Huckabee, the former Arkansas governor, I believe. Mike Huckabee plays guitar? Uh, he plays bass very awkwardly in this uh, video of a live performance where they're playing blind. Why? Uh, they're besties. I think they both found uh, the truth in Christ, and then they wanted to express this through a musical collaboration. Gross. Uh, where Mike Huckabee looks so profoundly out of place in a three-piece suit on stage with a metal band. And yeah, uh, he's wearing weird. he's wearing a custom Huckabee American flag uh, guitar strap. Mike Huckabee is he the guy who's like uh, freedom isn't free; <laughs> it's for you and me. Is he that guy? I don't know that. Is he the guy? Uh, the, the weird? No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was I was singing the song from America World Police. Oh god! <laughs> um, no, there's a song that some politician made. It was like the eagles fly, eagles roar, whatever. It's like some wacky wow. song. I'm Maybe. trying to no. Ah. But anyways, I just wanted. I got this is like laugh, cringe, what the fuck. So I wanted to share it. Hopefully, you guys get a, a slight yeah, that's a slight kick or laugh out of it. All right, I've got another one for you here. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't posted the link, but I will post the link here. Um, Evan, does Mike Huckabee actually know how to play the bass guitar? Uh, I mean, if you're looking at his coordination in that video, not well. But no one's ever told him that, probably. So I don't know. Let's, uh, you can be your own judge. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Evan, you got anything else? No, well, I was just going to clarify. I don't remember if if uh, the title I titled the link "Will It Blend?" question mark because Mike Huckabee says now when people think of us on stage, they think, "Do we blend?" Yes, we do, and then it cuts into their performance. Hmm. Anyway, now go go ahead, James. Um. Okay, so we discussed probably maybe two or three years ago about Phoenix Jones. And really, we discussed him only because he's he's a, a guy who wanders around Seattle as a, as a hero, like a masked hero, a cape mm-hmm. hero. And so he had a uh, there was a guy who was like he, he who did this really high production value shit. He's like, I'm a villain. I'm the bad guy. Phoenix, I'm coming for you. I forgot his name it was like a Duke Dastardly type deal. Um, anyway, he was really funny and really interesting, and that's what, he made Phoenix Jones really. F- he made him relevant, but really, <laughs> Phoenix Jones is kind of like a fucking whatever, you know. Right. He looks like a total tool. Anyway, so he started a superhero group with like at least like thirty other guys. Like he inspired a bunch of people to be heroes in in whatever. So then he posted. He made this long post about how he was 
he couldn't have any, he couldn't warn, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't allow these other guys who he was in his superhero group to bring him down because he, he was like, I can't put my name on these guys. They're some of these guys are bad, untrained, out of shape, uh, dangerous, uh, doing illegal things, bringing illegal weapons. Uh, I can't, I can't warrant, I can't, uh, say that this is okay. So I'm going to go solo again and just work with people I trust. Then almost immediately after he posted that, he gets arrested for fucking selling MDA to the police, to a police officer, um, <laughs> and, uh, selling cocaine to a police officer. Okay. <laughs> so it's a long, interesting story. If you care about it, care, but care to read about it. it. He was caught in a sting, a kind of a, Sting operation. So people are kind of guessing that one of the, one of the, uh, one of the people who he dissed, like who he said, I'm not going to work with you anymore. They knew he was a drug dealer and they told the cops, this guy's a big time drug dealer. And so the cops tried to catch him and they caught him twice doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, they caught him, they bought drugs from him once in a Starbucks and Phoenix got kind of sketched out and then didn't then ghosted on the cops. So then the cops approached him again, posing to be this party girl named Lauren and said, said she was going to buy cocaine from him. So they got him to sell this person cocaine and they arrested him. So he's locked up right now. And it's just funny. Like he's like a superhero. He beats people up and fucking stops fights and keeps people from driving home drunk. And he's talked about catching drug dealers. So I'm sure that's how he gets his drugs. I mean, I'm sure he just fucking beats drug dealers' asses and takes their fucking drugs and resells it because he's a piece of shit and a hypocrite. You know? Capitalism. I guess, yeah. But yeah, he's horrible. He's like the worst kind of person, honestly. Um, just be a fucking poor, broke superhero. It's really annoying to be a fucking, you know, trying to get paid. Forget about it. You chose this life, fucker. Anyway, <laughs> I find it funny. He has a whole like superhero costume. He's looking swole. Then he has a headlamp. Yeah, his whole vibe is honestly very strange. You know, his whole fucking whole shit is weird. Honestly, it's almost sometimes, fully committed. Sometimes you see him without his mask on. And he has a big ass high top. You know, like like it's <laughs> comically huge. Yeah. You know, it's just fucking strange. Honestly, to me, man. Great. It's a black guy? Yeah, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. black guy. Yeah. It's like, black people can't be superheroes? What the hell? Sure they can. They had that movie. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> there are people too now. No, the, col- uh, the color purple? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kunta. No, that's something else. Never mind. I was uh, trying to think what that movie was called, and I was like, oh, I'll just say the roots. color purple. That's Roots. roots there yeah. you go. Roots. Roots. Uh, no, uh, Wakanda Forever or whatever. You know, what's it called? Um, oh, uh, Black Panther. What's her name? Yeah, we have Black Panther. That was a great movie, by the way. I think I've watched it four or five times. Never seen it. That's a great movie. It's very cool how they integrate super modern technology and, like, uh, I don't want to say tribalism, but ritual like ritual rituals i guess it's a good movie you should watch it traditional Whenever. traditional society Whatever. uh yeah maybe sure something like that yeah i think you'll right. like it i'll check it out at some point i i still have not seen all those movies you know those, you, can, uh, you can skip quite a few of them 
Um, but Black Panther is very good. Okay. Yeah. And until you're able to see that, let's talk about some Star Trek Picard. Indeed. So we're on to see uh, episode two now. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are not what they appear to be. Mm-hmm. We're learning. Yep. That has me slightly discouraged. Oh? Yeah. Just because I have such such an idealistic view of Starfleet, I guess. That spoiler alert, when there's like really uh like devious infiltrators at very high levels, which I guess is to be expected, but I get kind of frustrated with that. Like, this is not my Starfleet. You know? Well that's the whole point of this this uh this whole this whole shit, right? I guess so. I'm learning this. And before we get too deep into it, I thought of one thing from last week when we were talking about what we didn't like. Um, don't mean to derail this, but when Dodge called her mom, she was like in an alleyway on a holographic phone right before she hacked the Gibson. Uh huh. She was like in a in a graffiti covered slum. Are we in the fucking twenty fourth century? Why does why is that a thing? That's true. Some people like dank, you know. I don't know. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Anyways, episode two. We still do. We still don't know enough about how that society works. I guess you know to uh, you know it's like there's no money. Okay, yeah. so what? So it's all communism, you know? We're all signed a living unit, and uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. You know, we don't know how it works. It's like- but or if you're Picard, you have a chateau for some reason. I mean, you right. know. We don't, we don't, we don't know, you know, yeah. we don't know how it works. So that, that reminds me of Rick and Morty <laughs> when he's like, I'm about to talk, topple the galactic government by changing a one to a zero. And was like, I can fix that for money. <laughs> yeah. That was the first episode of not the most recent season, but the one before. Yeah. Season three, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Picard episode two. Awesome so, feelings. yeah, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. We we find out about the secret organization of so the Tal Shiar, you know, right. is the, the as they said, basically like the KGB or something, you know, the the Romulan secret police. Mm-hmm. But as the as the person said, like saying secret anything in Romulan is kind of redundant. Like everything mm-hmm. everything's secret, you know. So. And then they we are introduced. I don't think I've ever heard of this before. The the Jat Vash. Yeah, dude, such a good name, by the way. So awesome. <laughs> is the is the secret secret police? I guess. Yeah. The secret secret covert secret organization that you know. I don't know what they do. Really, we don't really know. They're like the CIA, except. Well, the, cool, the cool thing is, <laughs> I don't know. It it span. It's way outside. Of any single race, it's not just Romulans. Those we happen to be seeing the Romulan part of the Romulan branch of it within the Federation, but it's in like all major developed races. There's an element of this um, who's like to- so against artificial life that they'll go, you know, to any length to destroy it. Huh? That's what they are. Oh, and they one thing they they did show us, I believe, at the beginning of the episode, they showed us what happened on Mars. Yes, and that I thought was that cool, was dude. interesting. Dude, that was great. What the fucking android say? Shit. Uh, F eight like, is his name. 
No, but they were like, fuck yeah. And he was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> However, the episode opened. I'm not. Oh, I got oh, yeah. Right At now. least once, if not twice, there was an F bomb dropped in this episode. Uh huh. Which is like, <gasps> that's not my Star Trek, you know? Exactly. But, but that's interesting. So Picard shows up. He goes to watch. He goes to, to this admiral. He's like, yo, hook me up, B. Yeah. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. You He's know? like, look, as a favor to you, uh, I'll take my commission back. Just make me a captain again. We're all good. Yeah, she's like, dude. How dare like... you? <laughs> she's like, get fucked. <laughs> yeah. He had to. That whole like that whole scene was okay. So that kind of hark for me that harked back to the first episode when the con- the interview immediately goes wrong, and he should have been like, okay, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Instead of like indulging it and seeming like he almost seemed like I want to have this conversation right now. You know, and that's all it made me think. I was like, oh, he just wants to have this conversation with them right now about this thing. And now, of course, they're one of their the the Starfleet people are pissed at him for exposing their bullshit. And also because he's giving a one sided argument. And I also like that. She was like, look, you just presented a one sided argument and made us look like assholes. Reality is this and this and this were happening and we couldn't we didn't have many choices. You know, in this whole situation. And I like that because it seems it's very realistic, you know, where he kind of presented this one side of it where it was like, oh, yeah, they were just being mean to the Romulans because the Romulans are whores, you know. Mm-hmm. And the other people were like, look, the Romulans are whores and we are not going to protect them. We're out of this whole situation. So we're done. If you don't fucking do this, we're going to leave, you know. And so the, the Starfleet's are kind of over a barrel at that point, And it, it works really well. What I like about that conversation from the from the admiral side is the truth to it. When Picard's like, "You don't have the right to decide the fate of one culture," and she's like, "Fucking right, we do. We're like defending the galaxy with this shit. Fuck one culture." Yeah, she's pragmatic as fuck. I, I couldn't even be mad at her. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, I was like, "Picard, you dumb motherfucker. Who the fuck do you think you are?" Like, you just realized that the, when you leave your job, nobody gives a shit, right? Anyone who worked at 7-Eleven once could have told you that. <laughs> Just because you were the only guy who knew knew where the fucking Ritz crackers went doesn't mean the next motherfucker can't put them somewhere, too. Mm-hmm. You know? this, this reminds me of, James, when you when you left CompUSA yeah. and you told me you, you thought the place was going to fall apart. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson. I learned a valuable lesson, and it's a lesson I've carried with me my entire life. I realized something. When you work at a place and you leave, it does not matter. It is not mm-hmm. going to fall apart. They're going to have a spicy couple of days until they figure out where the bodies are buried or ignore everything you did and don't care, and mm-hmm. then it's going to be fine. You know, And that's only if you're especially good at your job. Yep. So, yeah. Picard thought he was special. He's not. He's just some dude. He's literally just some old dude. I liked his disappointed face when he checked in at the front desk. Yeah, he like, was like, who are you guys, like, name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I thought, I assumed everyone knew who I was. I gotta say, man. I mean, I, fucking... I would think kind of, you, that he should be more well-known, to be honest. Well, no, but... he should be a hero. I kind of expect to see people walking around and be like, holy shit, that's fucking him. But we didn't see that at all. It was like he was just another motherfucker in the crowd. But I guess you got to remember that the Starfleet has like millions upon millions of people in it. You know what I mean? And assuming you went to a brand new Navy cadet or something like that, isn't cadet the right word? Ensign, 
someone who's brand new to the Navy. Seaman recruit. No, right. I'm kidding. No, that's and, and present <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. Present them with a ten-year retired admiral, whose you know picture who they may have seen is probably from twenty-five or thirty years before that. Are they supposed to know who they are? I would assume now, maybe because of the way Picard left Starfleet, this did not happen. Mm-hmm. But I would assume, like you know. Oh, it was required reading at the academy. I mean, always hear right. that. I, mean, I, would I assume so Picard stuff would be required reading. You know what I mean? Like they discovered the Borg. They blot. You know, I mean, they've done a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, so. I, I feel the same way. I think that he's a known person. He's a known entity. He's not like nobody. Definitely. So they that's they should have had something where they were like he's recognized, but <clears throat> the guy at the front desk not knowing who he was. I mean, okay, so here's a question we have to ask yourselves, okay? Does Starfleet have non-commissioned officer ranks? Like petty officers and seamen and shit like that? Mm-hmm. They sort of do. We don't really know that much about them, but... So, I imagine... That's non- like they, they taught someone to, like, crewman, come here, you know? So, I imagine non-commissioned officer ranks won't know who he is. They may not know who he is. They may have just joined Starfleet to get out of town or to go mm. see the world mm-hmm. or whatever. But if you're a commissioned officer, you're going to know who he is. If you're like a captain or an admiral or somebody, you're going to know who he is. If you're, if you have the red banner on your fucking uniform, you're going to know, you would have heard of who Picard is. Right. He won't be a foreign person to you. Did you see where their rank uh, insignias are located now? They on have the right chest. Yeah. Like opposite the, Com badge or whatever. I think that's a something particular to this uniform because I've seen that thing before. There's a Star Trek where they have those pips before, not the ones on the on the lapels, but the mm-hmm. ones the little that little I don't know what it's called, but I'm gonna call it a pip, but it was a little it a was trapezoid? like trapezoid. Polygon or trapezoid with two dots or one dot. And I've seen that before in other Star Trek, so that's not a new thing. Well, I think that's their dress. You're probably thinking their yeah, dress. that's what I think. Dress uniform or I whatever. think that's like their A's, A-class uniform or whatever. You know what I mean? And I I, get, I wish somebody would like, like a military person would sit down with like CBS. I know CBS doesn't give a shit about lore or anything making sense or having continuity, but I wish that someone would sit down with them and be like, okay, let's like design a, design a definitive understanding of what Starfleet is and how it all works and, you know, the rank structure, like, it's not hard. You know, just sit down with a lore person and, like, build this whole thing and say, this is the definitive guide. You know? Right. So what do you think, though, of the story there? They're they're studying that Borg cube and I don't know what they're doing with the Borg. They're, like, dissecting them or they're, like, like grabbing the, the components from them and yeah, I mean, it seems like they're just like letting them be dead. They're not trying to wake them up or anything. Although they do show what looks like a Borg working in the cube, like 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 in a uniform, but he's working. Mm-hmm. Like they show someone with like cybernetic attachments, like on their head, and it looks like a really rough removal, and he's working on something. So maybe some of the Borgs are being re brought back and kind of brought... I mean, they kind of imply that some of them are being... uh, What's the word? Reanimated? Well, no, but like... 
like to be taken off drugs or something. You know what I mean? Like, I forgot what it is. Recouped, not rehabilitated. Rehabilitated, yeah. Mm. So they kind of imply she she implies that, but then when she says, "Okay, farewell, my friend," or whatever she says to when they pull the eye socket shit out, I'm like, that guy's going to a wood chipper somewhere. He's dead. Yeah, you know. So a couple things. Number one, when she pulled the the uh, the ocular implant out. I don't know how long this drone had been dead, but presumably for quite some time, that thing had like fresh blood underneath it. So I had a little, a little technical difficulty with that. Uh, well, the other thing, well, well, I'll say to that is they could have been, I'll say flash frozen, you know, I guess. And now they're thawing them out. Although from my understanding of human anatomy, uh, <laughs> Let's say let's say you killed someone and you stick them in a freezer immediately, mm-hmm. and you take them out two years later and thaw them. Mm-hmm. They start decomposing really rapidly, mm-hmm. not as if you killed them yesterday. You know, right? They actually start decomposing and to catch up to the two year mark. It's a race, okay? So, if that's true, then eh, maybe they either just defrosted that guy or. Or it's inaccurate. So, to your point, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a blood guy. I'm not a freezer guy. You know, who knows? <laughs> um, the other thing is, I don't know how much you paid attention to the whole the preview of the whole season, but do you remember Hugh, the Borg that that they uh, freed on Enterprise? Yeah, he mm-hmm. was in this, I think. Right? Yeah, he's in that. So I'm wondering if that cube is. Hughes cube. So there's like non-attached Borg uh, in that collective. So the guy you were talking about, like the worker who had the shit ripped out roughly, maybe he was one of them. Don't know. Um, but we'll see. Well, well remember the there's, there's a uh, episode with uh, data and lore. Mm-hmm. And well, it's where they they discover lore is controlling some Borg. Yeah, right. And they were, but they were like freed Borgs. Uh huh. And it's because they all came from Hugh. Because when they sent Hugh back to the ship, his his freedom spread the infection. infected infected the other ones with freedom. Yeah. And, uh, and then they're like, we don't know what to do with ourselves, you know. Uh huh. We've only been slaves all our lives, you know. So. So we have to take that into account as well. So Unimatrix Zero? Sort of. <laughs> I think that was in Voyager. But, yeah. But, yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. So. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, supposedly, we're going to see Troy, Riker. And Jerry Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's. Whew, yep. Uh, uh, But no Jordy. From what I understand. Hmm. No Barkley? Okay. Um. Reg. <laughs> Reg, come here. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to transport. No. Um. <laughs> Who else are we missing? You know, Dr. I, Crusher? Yeah. I like how Picard acknowledged the old crewmen. Well, crewmates, rather. Like, LaForge, Worf. Riker, mm-hmm, he was like, mm-hmm. I could have asked them, and I didn't because I know like they would have given their life, you know, on my behalf for this, and I, I couldn't do that. 
So I like that little acknowledgement that they're still around. Right, right. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Overall, I like the episode. Mm-hmm. These episodes go quick, man. I don't know if I'm just like liking them so much, and I'm like, oh, it's over already. What the hell, you know? But the first episode, if anyone's interested, it's actually up on YouTube. CBS put it there. Um, I think you could also watch it for free on CBS All Access if you don't have an account. But um, it's on YouTube also. So that's how they get your first ones free. Yeah, exactly. So check it out if you're if you're on the fence. You know, but uh, yeah, it's good. You saw though when F eight was was uh, started going crazy, started blasting fools. He looked. It looked like he got taken over. Yeah. Right. Is that? Uh, oh fuck. Is that section thirty one? That's probably Remember the, that the, that the thing the, did with the eyes. It's probably the Jad Vash or whatever. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh, maybe. If there's one way to start a war against synthetics. It's to take them over and make them do shit. Of course, they kind of fucked themselves if that was the if that was the goal, the goal because they they host their own their own rescue. Eh, you know. But so. remember the the Jadvash fucking cool ass name. That's like galaxy wide people. Romulans just a little little bitty people, little bitty sliver of them. But isn't Jadvash? Does it originate with Romulans? I don't remember. They could have said that, but I I know they also said that there's elements of this in in you know Klingons and uh, Federation, of course, like all the major races in the Alpha Quadrant. Mm-hmm. I have to rewatch mm. it. We'll have to go watch it again. Yeah. Damn it! No. James, anything else? No, I mean it was a good episode. I'm just the I was I I watched it and I was like, "Where's Discovery?" Right, and right. That's all. That's all. I, that's all. I was like, I just like started looking through. I was like, "Is there a Discovery update?" No, no Discovery update. I was like, "Is the Area Thirty One not Area Thirty One? Project Thirty One or Section Thirty One? Section Thirty One? There's that show. Like, is there a leak for that? What's going on? You know?" So no. You like want Picard. more? I like Picard. It just you're hungry. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of internet TV lately. Mm-hmm. So it was Picard. I watched His Dangerous Materials, which is great. It's HBO Go. It's a little fantasy, fantasy-esque. Actually, it's not fantasy. Actually, not at all. It's kind of weird, but that's interesting. Um, I've been watching The Chilling Mysteries of Sabrina's Chillery. Sabrina's Chilling Adventures, which is woke as fuck, but it's still good. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff out there, so... Yeah, I just want more, you know? I want more Star I want more Trek. More Trek in my life. I get it. Yeah. I do. I I obtained through some means all the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I have them somewhere, but I couldn't find it. So I was like, all right, let's download it. Get it. Sorry, get it again somehow. And uh, I watched Star Trek. The Actually, it's on CBS All Access. Star Trek for The Voyage Home. Just to get some Star Trek. And uh, it's a good one. I'll say this. I'm not a fan of most of the movies. I like that they exist. I do. But they are very time. They are like films of their time. You know what I mean? Uh, And they are filled with some 
moderately bad actors acting moderately badly. So I'm not a big fan of them. I mean, it's definitely like like must know, must have seen, like you must see them if you're a Trek fan. But I don't know. I mean, I, if I, I would take, I would take like three or four more Picard-based movies, honestly, mm-hmm. and give me an Enterprise-based movie, and give me a movie about the Voyager or Deep Space Nine movie. Like, I don't need more. Like, just because it's a movie, I don't need to tie in Shatner, and I'm just tired of Bill Shatner. Like, he's, I think everything where he's not the skinny, lean guy from the '60s is bad, honestly. Like, I have no interest in seeing it. He's just like this fat, curly-haired, 80s-looking dude who looks like he wants to have sex with your friend's mom. You know, I just, you know, he's just, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. You I know? get it. I watched Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yeah. You can, you can, you can as to quote Drake, you can miss me with that shit. <laughs> I mean, is that, is that a I feature? Will, yeah. I don't, I, I don't have I will a problem say, with that. I will say it is... If you've never seen it, you should watch it at least once. And you kind of see, like, I was I was really watching it, you know, like, really watch, you know? Like, I was, like, really watching it. And there's a whole scene where Picard, or Picard, uh, Shatner says, uh, take me take me over to the Enterprise, you know, and they get in a little shuttle, and they go over to where it's being, you know, retrofitted or whatever. Scrooge Pub Jr. Yeah, exactly. And, uh... It's a whole scene where they kind of fly all around it and, you know, take it in. And they're, the orchestra's going, you know, with the Star Trek music, you know. And, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, he's just taking it in and his face is like, wow. And he's taking in the ship and it's like, oh, my God, you know, it's we're back, you know. Because when that movie came out, basically the show had been off the air for almost 10 years at that point. You know, or about mm. 10 years. I don't know, whatever. So... You know, it's kind of like they could like I get it. You know, like this is out and this is out in the theaters. You know, people are like, "Oh my god!" You know, so I get it. You know, like if you saw this when you were a kid or something, or you saw it way, you know, when it was out in the theater, you're like, "Holy shit!" You know, like it was cool, and I get it. You know, and so for all for all those reasons, it's a cool movie. You know, um, but the uniforms are okay. They're not as bad as I remember. But they're still not great, and they change them in the very next movie. They're, the uniforms are completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, not like when I first, I remember saying that the uniforms look like pajamas, and they kind of do, you know. Are uh, they the ones with the ribbed shoulders? I think so. Yeah, mm. and it's like all gray or all whatever, you know. Mm. Like mm-hmm. it's like a big jumpsuit kind of thing, almost. Yeah. You know, after that, they're wearing black pants and the red, red thing. You know, gotcha. Yep, a red tunic. No, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> what, what's so funny is that when they, it's like there's this Hollywood need that when they have a new show, that they're like, oh yeah, we need a costume director to put their taste, their style on it. Like it's a costume. Let's make a costume. They don't think, oh, this is a brand, and this brand is a military service. So we need to have some consistency, you know, like you look at Star Wars, the clone the stormtroopers uniforms have very small differences. Like otherwise, it's basically the same. But Star Trek uniforms are vastly different over over periods of time that are supposed to be within like 20 years of each other. 
vastly different. The only one that has any consistency, and I mean, when I say any consistency, I mean consistency on the scale of, like, Star Trek consistency, which is, like, things don't change every month, they change every couple of years, is The Next Generation. You know, they're kind of, they go to, the, like, pajamas. The first episode, I think, is like a chick wearing a skirt every now and again. <laughs> then yeah. they throw all that out. Oh, and you see like, a man wearing a skirt. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me either. I don't remember that, but it makes yeah, possible. No, they yep. do. They do, because they're like, ah, oh, it's the future. You know, it's whatever. Why wouldn't they wear it? You know, Let them breathe, bro. I guess. But yeah. anyway, there's, there's just a lot of, like, kind of random stuff. But it, for the most part, it's like the black jumpsuit with the red like I'm this or I'm that uniform. Like I'm, this is my science, mm-hmm. you know, leadership, whatever um, type of thing. So it kind of, you kind of make sense. You kind of get it right. But then I don't know, like with the other program, other star Wars, Star Trek programs, it's like, Oh, we're all over the place. We're doing whatever, you know, no consistency. We're just doing whatever, you know, you can kind of see where discovery is kind of based upon, the other shows, but Discover takes place in a time when it should not be based upon the other shows. It should be the basis for the other shows. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Is Discovery closer to Enterprise in yeah. their uniform? I think yeah, so. Yeah, very close. Yeah. So maybe that kind of makes sense. I don't know. But yeah. And Discovery is like, what, 10 years after Enterprise or something? Something like that. Is it something 10 or like 20 that? years. Sounds right. Yeah. It's not before it, right? No. Okay. Yeah, but the technology in Discovery is just fucking magic compared to what they had in Enterprise. Yeah. Which is, like, I think a mistake. You know, they would have been better off just, like, I don't don't have a problem saying that right now in the Star Trek universe, the present time in the Star Trek universe is Enterprise, uh, is Enterprise D, is is the TNG Enterprise. Mm -hmm. You know, it's right after Picard has retired. That's it. Now, Discovery is a thing. It would have been fine. It would have been fine. It would have fit into that time zone, no problem. Because they've jumped into time. They've jumped in the future past where Starfleet exists. Right. You know? So it's like, we don't need... We, we didn't need what you did. We didn't need to have this like past thing where you like have to insert yourself into the lore to be valid. You don't have to. Star Trek fans don't care. We just want more Star Trek. We don't need you to play fucking jerk the cat with the fucking, t- fucking time cycle here. That actually, you saying that gets me more interested in um, Discovery Season 3, I guess. Oh, yeah, I'm when down. When they're, they're in, like, the year 3000. Yeah. In the year 3000! <laughs> in the year 3000! <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm ready, dude. I, I watch. I probably watch that trailer like once a week. When I go watch Picard, I go watch the Discovery trailer again. I see her coming out of the dirt, and I'm like, oh my god, it's the future. Like I'm ready. So it's so there's so far there's Star Trek Discovery. There's Picard now. Mm-hmm. That's it so far, right? For the new age the Star Trek, yes. But there's theoretically Section Thirty One show. It was rumored. I don't know if anything has been in pre-production. Anything else? Wouldn't, weren't we going to get another show? Um, am I making not, that up? Not that I remember. James, am I making that up? I don't think so. I mean, I, you're not counting the Orville, right? I am not. And actually, I meant to ask you, um, is that still a thing? 
Yeah, it's on. It's going to be on Hulu. I think they're starting uh, airing season three middle of this year. Oh, okay. But since since it's on Hulu now, it's probably got one more season. Unfortunately, maybe it maybe it was renewed through season four or something. I don't know. It just says third season scheduled to air on Hulu in late 2020. Okay. So far, there's two seasons that have yeah aired. Huh. Okay. I think it's a good show, but I can understand when it inevitably gets canceled. Yeah, that's too bad. Seth, it's I actually agree. I think it's a good show, even though I haven't watched all of it, but it's good. Um, and I know Seth MacFarlane is a true Star Trek fan. Yeah. So he's trying to, I guess, make his own version. I think he did a pretty good and job. It's not bad. Yeah. Integrating the classic idealized uh, society, mixing it with humor. I think he did a good job. Uh, as a side note, I read somewhere that the best Star Trek movie is the one with Tim Allen. Oh, Galaxy Quest? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, that's the best Star that. Trek movie. Yeah. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. I was like, that's that's pretty funny. It is a good movie. Yeah. What were they it's, say? Like, the historical documents. <laughs> <laughs> never give up, never surrender. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> that show was great. I mean, that movie was great. I need more of that. We need that. Isn't there? Since something wasn't mentioned, there's someone's like, "Oh, there's gonna be a second one of those." Like a like a. I thought that someone said that a long time ago. They were thinking oh, we're gonna make another one. I, I think they think did, so. but but you know, it's like okay, where is it? You know, please I don't mean, tell me they made another one and it's like got none of the original cast. In oh it. man, dude, what if instead of Tim Allen, it starred uh, like Zachary Ty Bryan, which was his oh. oldest son from Home Improvement. Dude, all those guys must be dead, right? No, they're no, all alive. Uh, they're all alive. dead in a ditch somewhere. Come on. The only one that's dead is the neighbor. Yeah, He's Wilson. Dead. Yeah, Wilson died. I think he died like a couple years ago. Does Tim Allen do anything? Yeah, it's a TV show. Is it called Tool Time? No. No, he has some... I thought he has a, either has a show or a podcast or something. He's still doing stuff. He had... He, was, he had the show that I think Kaylee Cuoco got her start on, and then... A new one. It may have been canceled last year or renewed, but it's been on for like it's called like Man of the House or some shit. Hmm. Did you just IMDb Tim Allen? I'm looking at his Wikipedia article. Oh, Wikipedia. Uh huh. You gotta you gotta know know what source to go to. He's in some TV show called Last Man Standing. Yeah, that's it. From 2011 to now. Okay. Yeah, he's still being himself. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Never heard of it, but all right, cool. Good for him. Yeah. He's 66 years old, by the way. It's pretty good. It's getting there. Yeah. Okay. Mike. Sir. Let's talk music. Wait, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Just really quickly, 
so uh, while we're on the show here, I've had Reddit open because I was trying to. I I, I have this love hate relationship with Reddit where I post something and it immediately gets fucking pulled down by the mods. And every single time I try to use Reddit, that happens, right? Only only time I can ever post anything on Reddit is if I'm replying. But if I want to post a new thing, I always get fucking shot down by the Autobots. Okay? <laughs> oh, that's that actually worked out really yeah, well. Um, yeah. So I posted in uh I posted in legal advice, R slash legal advice for uh like saying, hey, I want a lawyer for our podcast. And I got pulled down. Wow. So then it said, the, the bot said, go, do, go to Ask Reddit. So I went to Ask Reddit. I posted. I got pulled down immediately. They said, you didn't ask a question. I was like, okay. So I just hit back and went back to home and I said, I'll deal with this later, which means I'm going to forget and never deal with it at all. And popped up there. It said, Funimation. This is like, I'm going on a rabbit hole and I'm sorry to take you with me. Funimation, they're the company, like one of the primary companies responsible for bringing anime into America, has canceled all streaming services. Okay? What? Which, which for, I pay them for streaming services. So I was like, oh, what is this? So it turns they out... They canceled Hulu, they canceled Netflix. Well, they no, canceled no, it, they canceled all of their streaming services. Ah. So they can't... What happened was... <laughs> And it turns out that that whole com that whole article was a meme. But earlier this week, they did cancel a show called Interspecies Reviewers. <laughs> okay, you can only what? imagine. So I was like, "What is this show?" I mean, and now that now that it canceled, and everybody in the anime community was talking about it on R slash Anime, I was like, "I need to see what this is." So I just looked, and I found it on Amazon Prime. They obviously have no laws, so they don't care. So it's like I'm just gonna read you what episode one of it is. A hot and heavy debate about elf versus human milfs. <laughs> That's episode one. Interesting. <laughs> now this this is an anime. Yeah, it's an anime. I haven't seen it. I don't know what it is. I just now I'm reading it. And episode one is two ninety nine on Amazon Prime. If anyone's interested. Uh, yeah. So mm. that's that. Elves versus human milfs. Human. I was like elves versus milfs. Now okay. a conundrum. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what's the average lifespan of an elf? Like a thousand years? Ah, I think so. It's pretty, pretty. It's up there. So is this elf milf like four hundred years old? I mean, elf. You want to have sex with a four hundred year old? They're apparently very hot. You might have a fantasy creature that just doesn't exist. Right. Uh, (laughs) All right. Hmm. So I'll put a link to these to the meme article if you guys want to read it. I know no one. I think I'm the only anime person here. But if anyone else wants to read it, then it'll be here for you. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm sorry. Let's talk about music. Uh, actually, before we get into that, James, you should head over to reddit.com slash r slash podcasting. And that's where I was going to go next. To represent us. That's where I was going to go next. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Oh, God. So we have... Here, our next thing, Mr. Musk, Mr. Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. has released an EDM track on SoundCloud. Evan, is it fire? No. Does it slap? No. It does not slap. In my personal opinion, I think it's a very mediocre EDM track. However, I have never made an EDM track, so I commend him for doing so, and it's way better than... Mine. Okay. 
Yes, I believe um, it is not good, mm-hmm. but it's better than anything I've ever, any EDM tracks I've ever made, which is zero. So it is not go. hot garbage, but we can enjoy it. It's called Don't Doubt Your Vibe, and your is spelled U-R. Yeah. <clears throat> Gotta love them, folks. And it's released on G Records, which I don't know what that's supposed to be, but it's released by Elon Musk. So check it out. Um, we put a link in the show notes here, or you can just Google Don't Doubt Your Vibe, whatever. Elon Musk... <laughs> And uh, yeah, check it out. So probably this is probably due to his involvement with Grimes. Elaborate. Right? Uh, you he, know he, about Grimes? He dates a woman whose nope, name is nope, 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 nope. He dates How dare a, you gender them? He dates a them who goes by the name the single name Grimes. Michael crashed for about fifteen seconds. He's like he she did you guys see Zoolander two? I actually never have. James, have you seen Zoolander two? No, I haven't. Alright. Well there's a there's a male model played by Benedict Cumberbatch who has like long hair, no Long, long hair, no eyebrows, like white face paint, and wears very female, like leather clothing. And their model name is All. Oh like, God! What, what are you? He's like, I am All. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I've been meaning to check out that movie, and I just never got it's, there. It's really bad. I was but, like, did that come out? And yeah. then I was like, oh, it did. How'd I miss it? And then here we are. So, yeah, I mean, it's worth watching like a highlight video on YouTube if you can find it or something. But <laughs> overall, it is a not good movie. Okay. In, in your in your two segments relating to food of good and not good, this is not good. And this is and not good is not so not so bad that we're like this is hilarious. We need to watch it. It's just bad. It's just bad. Billy Zane yeah. has a part in it, so I mean that's something. There you go. You missed seeing him in his workout videos, I guess. Or was it, was it him, or was it someone else? Uh, I don't know. He is. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of Billy Blanks. Oh yeah, this is not Tybo. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting, the, I was getting like, my Billies mixed up. He, he's the Purple Panther. Wait. <laughs> Fan Phantom. I think Ooh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Purple guy with the black mask. Anyways. All right, next up. So this is a, a callback to, I think, last week we were talking about Steven Seagal movies. Yep. So in the Jamaican one called Marked for Death. So while they're in the movie in Jamaica, they go to a nightclub. And there's a band on stage playing this song that I linked to. Nice. Okay. It turns out this song is written... By Steven Seagal. Oof. And maybe performed by him, although not performed by him in the movie, because he's not on stage performing it. Right. He's down in the crowd, you know. But, and, yeah, go ahead. I can, um, I have listened to, like, 20, 30 seconds of the song. 
he could very well be singing this. I mean, it's supposedly him, Jimmy Cliff, whoever that is, and maybe someone else. I don't know. Jimmy Cliff so, is a really famous reggae guy. There you go. So, but but there's but, this part in the beginning where he's like, "The brethren know that is that is Steven Seagal for sure." Hundred percent. That sounds like him. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is an amazing find, Mike. Well, I was like, I was, I was watching it, and I was like, oh, I kind of like this song. <laughs> you know, and so I go look it up because the whole time they're saying John Crow, and I'm like John Crow. I'm like, what is this? But then I go look at the track list, and, and it says John Crow. I'm like, oh, they're saying it's John Crow. Okay, and so I go find it, and it's called John. the The title is John Crow, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, and I look it up, and sure enough, it's like S. Segal and whoever. I'm like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> so a treasure. Yeah, so it's. That's funny, but it's weird because so it's real. It's with a real guy apparently. I don't, you know, obviously I don't know who Jimmy Cliff is, but yeah, he's a he's a reggae legend. There you go. So legit ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want you to make a mashup uh, between this song, uh, Kevin Bacon Band, and Bruce Willis. Um. So. You know, so celebrities that are also musicians, right? Yeah. So there's also an album put out by, I forget if we talked about it. We must have. There's an album put out by uh, Joe Pesci. (laughs) And he's in character from My Cousin Vinny. What? Yeah, he's Vincent LaGuardia Gambino or whatever. Wait, what is this? Uh, Joe Pesci has an album out as Vincent LaGuardia Gambini. Okay. Links, links, links. Yeah, links, this links. is necessary. Yeah. Uh, I I'm, bought the album for uh, for Ed a while ago, like on iTunes. Like, here you go. Because he's obsessed with my cousin Vinny. And so I was like, here you go. Oh, speaking of albums, yeah. my Death Clock album came. Nice. Is it their new one, or did you get an it's old? It's the one? new one. It's the <gasps> new one. Have you listened? Yeah. No, I don't record player. Oh, you vinyl? Okay, yeah, it's vinyl. I've I've heard the well, new one. Wait, I bought it, I bought one of those albums from my from my friend at work. Um, you're not some of the movie, right? You're some of the the one from the movie, like the soundtrack of the of the big last animated thing they did, the Death album. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to be coming out with a brand new album. Oh, no, I haven't heard that yet. Okay. I'll have to do some research and and uh, update everyone on that. All right, I'll put this in the show notes in the in the extra section. Mm-hmm. But uh, I sent you guys the link. Vincent LaGuardia Gambini Sings Just For You is the name of the album. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it says this is the second studio album for actor and singer Joe Pesci. So... That's amazing. Uh, it's a full 14 tracks. Wow, yeah. there's one in Spanish. Yo, yo, <laughs> Cousin Vinny in Spanish. Yo, Cousin Vinny in Italian. My God. Yep. Is he a crooner? I think he's trying to be. Did he do a duet with um, Harry Connick Jr.? One star. <laughs> so apparently he has another album, Pesci. Still singing, yeah, from 2019. <laughs> it's like Pesci, dot, 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 still singing. Oh this is God. great. Um, now, uh, 
so my my whole goal was to mention other celebrities that are putting out albums for some reason. Okay, so okay, there's Joe Pesci and this, which is amazing. This is so crazy. Um, there's also I'm sure you know Fox Mulder, aka David Duchovny. Mm-hmm. Is he you know he sings in a band, right, and plays the guitar? I was not aware. Okay, he does. If you follow him on Instagram, you'll catch pictures here and there of him performing. Um, and also, Jill Hennessy from Law & Order fame and also the TV show Crossing Jordan, where she plays the titular character Jordan, a medical examiner in the great state of Massachusetts who solves crimes. Mm. Um, she also sings in a band and I think plays the guitar or something. So I'm going to put a link down here to Round Midnight from his newest album. It's highly bad. (laughs) I can't even... There aren't words for what it sounds like. It's not good. It's very croonery, very like uh, uh, Frank Sinatra, which I totally Mm -hmm. understand. Like It fits, but wow, it's not good. (laughs) Now, I think we talked about this when I received this album a year ago or two years ago, uh, for Christmas. But Jeff Goldblum has put out this, that kind of album as well, and but it is actually excellent. Because mm-hmm. it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great voice, and he's cool. He's got a cool style about him. This is, this is yeah. like, really forcing it. Like, this thing is like, I'm a rich guy, and I want to sing, so I'm rich. I'm gonna, I mean, he probably, I don't know, maybe someone's telling him he thinks he can. It's His style, it just doesn't fit. It's not good. Like you just listen to it, it's not good. It's just not good. You know, go go to uh, like thirty seconds in, and you'll just gonna hear him say "Round Midnight," and you're gonna be like, mm. It's just a cringe fest, man. I tell you. So the the funniest thing, this album Vincent Laguardia Gambini sings just for you, came out in 1998, when the movie My Cousin Vinny came out in 1992. <laughs> so a scant six years later. He releases this related album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he's he, I think he wants to sing. He wants to sing. He wants to be known as a singer. He wants to sing. And he probably thinks this is a great way to do it. But, man, this is bad. According to this Wikipedia article, before becoming a professional actor, Pesci was a lounge singer. Really? Jeez. That's what it says. It's much better Learning than so much. Much better than acting. True. Uh... Yeah, this is this is hilarious. Supposedly, there's a music video for the song "Wise Guy." Hmm. So maybe that's on YouTube. Maybe it's not. I don't know. This this is a lot to take in, but uh, I'm gonna get through it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sorry, I kind of tacked on a bunch of shit at the end of there for our. No. No. This is a- highly valuable content. <laughs> Yeah, this, is good, this is good shit. This is definitely good shit. Uh, so uh, before we move on, I just want to mention a couple things just in general. We don't really have anything else on on the list here. Mm-hmm. But uh, two things. Today is the Super Bowl. Obviously, we talked about that. Super Bowl. A little bit. I don't know who's playing the 49ers and who. Uh, the 76ers. Yeah. Is that even a team? Not in the NFL, but yeah. Um, so the 49ers and a mystery team are playing in Miami. Okay, yep. cool. 
Uh, as James said, we'll be going over somewhere and eating, eating our weight and, and chips and whatever. <laughs> what did Carl say? What? When he's, when he's scarfing out hot wings in uh, Aqua Teen. Oh, he's like, he's like farting blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, let me get a 50 wings extra hot. Keep the ranch coming. Then the guy walks away. He says to the, he says to Shaker, whoever, he's like, he's like, you heard what I ordered? He's like, I'm going to be farting blood over here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. fucking great. Um, so, okay, Super Bowl today. Yay. I think Jennifer Lopez is the person at the halftime show. Mm. So no, apparently there's a oh wait yeah, we're not gonna do that that's dumb. Appa- so one of our friends <laughs> who loves fish was like yeah there's, he's, there's a great jam band who's doing whatever uh, and and he's well he said he is I presented there's a great band who's doing their own halftime show we should just watch that instead and I was like oh that sounds cool and he was like it's a jam band and I was like oh no mm-hmm. that was uh, another fish fishy fishman fishing McFishington band. I don't want to hear a fucking more fish. Like, ugh. You know, you know, like a 19 minute ballad with no lyrics? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> like I don't want to hear that. It's fuck that. Pass. Fucking pass. Um, the other thing I'll mention, and I actually do have this in my extra section Kobe. Mm-hmm. He did. Yes. Died a week ago. Well, we we talked about it briefly last week. Yeah, briefly. But uh, so we found out. So helicopter crash. Um, apparently, he took helicopter quite often because mainly because it lets him get places a lot faster. And, you know, there's a lot of traffic in the L.A. area and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking it an hour or longer to drive to wherever, it takes 15 minutes, bop, bop, and you're there. You know, so it's a more efficient use of your time. And if you can afford it, hey, why not? You know, um, apparently the it was a very foggy day, a lot of fog everywhere. A, a lot of other aircraft and helicopters were grounded because of that. Um, but this one, I guess, decided, now let's do it. And they ended up crashing into the side of a mountain. Uh, they were like 30 or 40 feet too low. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess they, I couldn't see. They missed and, it by by like very little. Mm-hmm. They missed not missing it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they caught it. <laughs> they they got it. They were like Kobe, and then they hit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then that that helicopter apparently was missing. I guess it's not required, obviously, but like a terrain warning system or something. You know, like you could have that installed where it's like pull up. It's like terrain, up. terrain, terrain, yeah. terrain. Yeah. Wow. You know, so. Cutting oh, corners, huh? Betty. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah. And so there, I've, I've, all week I've been seeing, you know, of course, stuff all about Kobe and, oh, my God, he was so awesome and he was great and blah, blah, blah. I have no idea if he was actually an awesome guy or not. Obviously, I don't know anything about basketball or basketball players in general. Right. Well, he was one of the best basketball players ever. Uh, at times, he was an asshole because he was very fucking good. Uh-huh. So, like, super competitive, hated losing, of course. You're going to, you know, you're going to lash out once in a while. Uh-huh. Generally, though, I think he was a pretty good guy. 
Also, fun fact, if you look quick math, saw this the other day. He was recruited into the NBA age 17 out of high school. He died when he was 41. Subtract the difference, you get number 24, which was his jersey number. How about them? <laughs> Dude, I've heard like so many conspiracy theories mm-hmm. this week about this whole thing. And I'll be honest with you, I'm just tired of hearing about Kobe Bryant. He's just, um, when I first heard it, I was like, cool. It's really sad, but he's retired. He basically gave us everything he was going to give us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, now he's just some rich, another rich dude. I was like, I feel sorry for his daughter and the other people on the plane. You know, that's what I feel sorry for, just because his daughter's so young. And obviously his wife, she lost a daughter and a husband. But <sighs> people like Kobe Bryant, he was a hero. Blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here. He's a fucking professional basketball player. He's not a fucking hero. Hey, man. You know? Celebrities Cops. are always heroes when they die. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No matter how much rape and other bullshit you get fucking up into, it's all gravy, baby, because you're fans. It's fans. I was, I was reading about that because I was like, didn't he rape someone? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently there was a criminal trial, but it went, it didn't go anywhere because the woman refused to ches- testify in court. Mm. So that was that. There was a civil case, though, also, and apparently they settled out of court. Um, there was a quote. They did quote Kobe Bryant, though, in a, something I read where he said, after listening to what she said and the testimony and, you know, this and that, he's like, yeah, I probably raped her. Basically, <laughs> it was like, it's kind of like a, almost like he me tooed her, but not, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, like, I thought it was all good, you know, but right. Like, at the time, like, he thought it was all good, but apparently it wasn't, you know? I mean, it's probably something like that. I mean, it always is, so, right? I mean, guys think things are fine. They think they're cool. think it's okay. Then they're not. And then whatever. But, I mean, he's married at the time. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. That too. So, he fucked up. I mean, just don't fuck around on your wife and you'll be good. You know? And you won't you won't meet to anybody and get sued and have to give a bunch of money to some girls. So, yeah, Pretty I much. mean, whatever. Also, nobody knows who else died in the helicopter. They don't matter because they're not famous. No, yeah. So, the, uh, uh, some. Well, I saw them mentioned, but yeah, you know, I, don't remember, I don't remember their names or anything. But they mentioned well. them. But I mean, I guarantee you, a helicopter's crashed since then. Nobody's talked about it. True. You know, I mean, come on, dude. Fucking Trump spent this week screwing over the Palestinians uh, and letting Israel have free reign. Pompeo did all kinds of wild shit with to, to a a journalist who is a she's like a master degree expert european fellow of like european studies or something he's like you don't know where the ukraine where ukraine is he tried to set her up and she made him look like a fool I oh mean, yeah i heard about that dude yeah. it's, been, it's been a wild week you know what i mean kobe bryant's the last thing on my mind not even to mention that trump is like taking the united states trump and the republicans are destroying our democracy so mm-hmm. it's like come on you worry about kobe fucking bryant please go fucking fuck yourself you know, there's much more important shit happening right now. You know, fuck the Kardashians, fuck Kobe Bryant, fuck the Grammys that don't give a shit. You know, fuck the Old Town Road guy who fucks horses. Like, I have no interest in any of that. On the plus side, isn't Bernie Sanders number one in the polls now? He is, but... For whatever it's worth. You know what, You know what though? I, you know what I've been doing, right? So, I, uh, you know, of course... Playing we, Tarkov? Well, no, but when you watch, I mean, I watch a lot of political stuff during the week, but when you're watching this political stuff, you know, eventually you end up, YouTube, the algorithm figures out who you like, and it just shows you more things. 
to feed you what you want to see. So mm. I get things about Andrew Yang, things about Bernie Sanders, right? But then I go to like the bar and I hang out with uh, our friend's boyfriend, who I consider a pretty smart guy. Like he's pretty smart and he understands politics. He works in the political field. And he's like, yeah, Joe Biden's great. He's going to save us. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I'm like, how, how, like, I just don't even understand. Like, like, where does this, how does a guy younger than me have this fucking boomer, boomer headspace? You know, like he thinks like, I, I honestly, anybody who tells me Bernie Sanders is a bad candidate, I don't understand who they are. I don't even understand who you are. Like, you just are out of touch. You're not part of the facts. But the thing is, I can understand most people saying that because most people probably aren't. But this guy's in touch. So when he says that, it makes me lose hope because I'm like, I think I consider him smart. I consider him to know what's up. I consider him someone who's in the loop, you know, and he says Bernie Sanders is trash and it has to be Joe Biden. And I mean, that just tells me like the he's party's objectively wrong. Well, no, I mean, in his mind, he's right. But also he shares a so something that I think people we shouldn't do, which is like demonizing the right. You know, like regular people, you know, and it's it's funny. I'm going to go down a little road here with you real quick. But one thing Andrew Yang always gets. So he got interviewed by Vice News and Vice News um, in their interview. They interviewed every candidate like a town hall style interview. And so every candidate had an OK interview. But fucking Andrew, uh, Andrew Yang, they fucking pushed his shit in the entire time. You know, and look, I don't like Andrew Yang as much as I did before because of his stance on Medicare for all. He's disingenuous about it, and I'm not a fan of that. But at the same time, like, he's another guy who legitimately cares about people the same way Bernie does. So the fact that they went in on him so hard, and I don't know what about him they hate, but for some reason, a lot of liberals can't stand him, you know? And so one of the things they brought up about him was they were like, why is it so many racists like you, you know? Um... They're like the Yang Gang. We don't want the Yang Gang to get on us. So people think the Yang Gang is like built of like racists, you know, <laughs> and it's not. You know who it's built of? It's built of Chinese and a- it's Asian Americans who don't vote normally and feel totally ignored. And then a bunch of other people who would be voting for Bernie Sanders, you know, and and youth and also a lot of males. Mm-hmm. OK, but it's not white. It's not racist. But the problem is in his Joe Rogan interview, he said suicides are up among white men. And you know what happened? All these white men in their thirties, all these white men in their thirties who live in towns, not like us who have, they don't have money. They don't have six figure salaries. They make 35 K a year. They, they, you know, Trump's told them, Hey, the answer to our problem is to blame Spanish people, to blame black people, to blame minorities, to blame people from overseas. That's the answer to our problems. Okay. That's what Trump did. That's how Trump got elected. Andrew Yang was like, look, I know you guys are killing yourselves. You guys are also an important part of the country. So racists who had no one to blame but these other people now all of a sudden said, oh, wait a second. There's someone who's not white who gives a shit about us. And so now they're on his they're on his side. Right now, Andrew Yang can't say that. Right. He can't say the reason racists like me is because I recognize their pain. You know, because for some reason in America, it's like wrong to recognize people's pain. Like if you're a liberal, like every liberal, I hear them say, fuck Republicans, fuck the people who voted for Trump. They're ignorant hicks. They're pieces of shit. You know, like our friend, I'm just I'm not going to mention his name, but he was just talking about he said, oh, those hillbillies da 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 last night, you know, at the bar, like calling them hillbillies. 
I'm like, how can you be so out of the loop? You don't fucking think those people are people? They don't matter? You know? And I know that's not what he's implying, but I've also heard that too. Where people say, well, fuck them. They don't matter. Their vote doesn't matter. Well, guess what? They say the same thing about Democrats. You know, they don't give a shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, you cannot function on that capacity and expect that we're going to see eye to eye one day. So... The, it's just when I hear when I hear people like him, who someone who I expect to, to be competent and know what's up, to say Joe Biden is good and Joe Biden's record is trash. He's voted for Doma. He voted for all these horrible things. He's really like a horrible candidate, horrible. Not even to mention that there's something wrong with him. Okay, not even to mention that he said he's only going to run for four years. Okay, so basically he leaves the Democrats weak after four years. You know, it's gonna be a mess. So forget all that. I'm just saying, like, he's a bad candidate all the way around, and this guy supports him. So imagine how many other people support him who aren't knowledgeable, don't know. They're just like, yeah, he's he's a fucking, he's like Obama 2.0, right? That's cool. We like black people. Obama was cool. He smoked cools. Let's go for it. You know? <laughs> he's cool. He smokes cools. Yeah, they don't know anything about Obama. They just know that he was a cool, he was like the youngest president. He's cool. That's all they know about him. They don't know shit about him otherwise. You know, he's, he wasn't a good president. He was no better than any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. He passed a bunch of shitty laws. He half-assed Obamacare, you know, and uh, yeah, and he's a neocon liberal. You know, like all Democrats, the worst kind of Democrat, you know, so. I, I would like to see another president under the age of 70, though. I would, too, honestly. I would, too. I don't like that about Bernie Sanders, but at the same time. You know, the only one who we have left is we have Tulsi Gabbard, who is, you know, she's Tulsi Gabbard. She's mm-hmm. fine, but, you know, her stances are kind of whack in some places. She's just not going to have the support. And you have Buttigieg, who's a fucking neocon boomer piece of trash. He's mm-hmm. older than Joe Biden in dog years, you know, <laughs> and nobody's going to vote for him. Everybody knows that. Like, he's just he's a disingenuous sketchbox, you know, <laughs> he's like a horrible human being. So, yeah, I guess you got fucking... Amy Klobuchar, who all the polls say can't beat Trump. She's like one of two people who they say can't beat Trump, you know, which is sad to say because everybody else can beat Trump except for her and one other person. Delaney, I think, is the other one who can't beat Trump, who just dropped out. So anyway, the Iowa caucus, I think, is going to happen in the what next about couple that weeks. crazy woman? She's, she's still there? She's still running, but she's not. She's she's not. She hasn't been to a debate in like three or four debates. She's done. She's like polling at one percent, you know, in her home state or something. <laughs> People don't even know she exists anymore. Sadly, we're gonna vote for you, James. I'm gonna write you in. Go for it, man. That'd be a vote thrown right in the fucking shitter. But go ahead, and write me in. <laughs> How does write in? That couldn't even work, could it? I mean, yeah, if you got a bunch of people to vote. I mean, don't you have to register? Don't you have to blah? Don't you have to? You know. Hmm. No process know. to this, you know. Do you have to claim that you're running for president? Right, that's what I Pro- thought, but probably but not. I don't know. I mean, people write in. Then Donald why would there be a write-in, right? So yeah. So I'll have to look into that. How do write-ins work? <laughs> so how how to write? Yes. Exactly. Oh boy! Well. Yeah. Fun stuff. I I actually have a personal question to ask you, Mike, if you would care to go into it at all. Okay. Um, I'll start with this. Personally, I 100% failed 
to do any kind of fast last week. I had great intentions on Sunday. I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I was like, oh, right. Food. So I just like, you know, I didn't go crazy, but I ate like normal, which to some people is crazy. It's, re- it's relative, I guess. So did you have any good experience? Uh, I, like you, failed. Okay. I didn't fail miserably, but I did fail. Okay. So Monday, I fasted. Tuesday, I ate keto at dinner time. What'd you have? A couple Anything burger delicious? patties. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it, really. Okay. And then Wednesday... I don't think I ate lunch or anything, but at home I ate something. I don't remember what it was now. Maybe mm-hmm. more burger patties or something. But And then Thursday, though, I broke. I had uh, I had ice cream. Ooh. On every Thursday, for some reason, in my office, they have ice cream. So <laughs> I had ice cream on Thursday at 3, 3 p.m., and then I had dinner, which was snow crab legs and couscous. Okay. Um, and then yeah. f- Friday, I was like, all right, I'm done. You know, so Friday I had a, a cold cut sub for lunch. <laughs> but that's it. No fries, no nothing, you know. So still eating less than I would normally, you know, like like you, right? Right. Okay. Um, and then for dinner, though, I did kind of overdo it a little bit. I did have a stir fry from a Chinese place at the mall. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, like chicken teriyaki kind of stir fry thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, do you want rice or noodles? And I was like, yes. So <laughs> I had rice and noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did have some alcoholic beverages Okay, this weekend. So, yeah, kind of fell off the wagon a little bit there, but uh, still not as bad as normal. Okay. What was the occasion for the crab legs and couscous, which, by the way, is pasta, in case you didn't know? I assumed it was a grain, but uh, whatever. Either way, it all goes back to grains. Um, yeah, true. I, I'm not, like, taking a dig at you. I was just no, no. a fun fact kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've had, I was going to say Uzo, that's the wrong word, Orzo. Orzo, yep. Which is a rice-like pasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it was my mom's wedding anniversary. Ah, uh, okay. So she wanted to have crab legs. Fair enough. So that we did. And she was like, you can just have crab legs. You don't have to have the couscous or anything. And I was like, screw it. Let's do it. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like you so. and me. We're in this together. Mm-hmm. It's your wedding anniversary. It's my wedding anniversary. Wait. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. And then Saturday, I was supposed to go to Fogo de Chao. That did not end up happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just ate, uh, <laughs> ate some more burger patties. <laughs> and the rest of the couscous. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. 
So. Now, maybe that is something that we can do when I come to town, go to Fogo de Chao or Texas de Brazil, whatever is around there. Because still, in my 37 years on this planet, I have never been to a Brazilian steakhouse. Same well, here. We'll have to go. Okay. James, you never went to the one right next to CompUSA? Oh, you know what? I did go to the one by CompUSA that one time. Yeah, I've been there. I'll pencil it in. Yeah, Greenfield. Green, 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 green something. Green Browning. It's like Greenfield, Chuscarreria, or some sh- whatever you call it. Yeah, the word is. yeah that. Something mm-hmm. like that. So, all right. Yeah, well, we'll do that then. You and I will go. James doesn't want to go, so. It's fine. You and I will go. Nope. I have, a, I have an opinion. Let me tell you the opinion here. Okay. I feel like if I wanted to, like, there's a time in my life when I want to sit down and graze on, like, $64 worth of meat. But now at a point, point, I'm at a point in my life where unless I feel like I can get $64 worth, there's no reason for me to go, whether the meat's good or not. Mm -hmm. Like, I can make a good steak at home. Is it going to be all salted and... Brazilian up probably not, but is it going to be good enough for me and meet my requirements? Yeah, it will. So I'm not mad at anybody who wants to go. I just don't think it's my like. I don't go to all you can eat anymore because it's not my money's worth. I'm not going to sit down and lumber myself out of there and be all uncomfortable and force myself to fucking eat a bunch of shit or not eat a bunch of shit and then feel like I wasted my money. You know, that's fair. I think how much is one of these places? Sixty bucks, sixty-five bucks. I mean, it's fifty a person, and then. Drinks are extra, you know, that kind of thing. So. All right. So we'll say 50 a person. I think for me personally, it's worth it because for the experience, because I've never been to one. Yeah, if you've never been to one. And they have a bunch of it. like cool different grilled meats that I may have not have tried. So we could do that or buy a decent Wagyu steak and just have that. Both good options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is more about, I mean, yeah, it's all you can eat, but it's also more about the variety. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could have a lot of different kinds of things. So we'll do that. Very good. All right, James, is there anything yep. in your uh, extra section that you need to bring special attention to? I think we've covered um, most of it throughout the show. Yeah, I think all this stuff is off. We stuff we covered. That's all. Um, yeah, pretty simple stuff. Not not much going on. Okay. Well, then, if there are no objections, we'll uh, close out the shows. Any alibis, gentlemen? I'm stealing your stealing. Your hey, line. it's all yours, man. Take it. Okay. Um, well, that's the end of the show, folks. Thank you all for staying with us this long. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send us an email. Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. You'll find our uh, weekly episodes, our show notes, our social media, ways to support the podcast, all on our website, iopanelpodcast.com. And I think that'll be all. We'll talk to you next week.
And the sunshine, I'm a fool, yeah I got my love blind and blue. 